What's up, everybody? This is The Confessionals, and I am your host, Tony Merkel, and the following audio is audio from the Ask Tony Anything show that we did on YouTube. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, this is the audio format of that. If you prefer to watch the video, go to youtube.com, look up The Confessionals, hit subscribe, and watch the video format. Now, the audio quality on this show is not going to be the normal audio quality because we were not focused on audio quality. We were focused on actually pulling off a video format show for two hours. Actually, it was almost two and a half hours. So I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation between me and Jack and answering questions. It was a great time. Thank you very, very much for listening to the show and being with me and the confessionals for over a hundred episodes. Let's get to it. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow this head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. There we go. Let's start it over. My bad. Of course, there's an audio technical difficulty on Ask Tony Anything. Rounding in at 110 pounds, your host, Tony Merkel. Don't think you're 110, though. So. Oh, I'm, I am 110. I weighed myself this morning. I'm 110 pounds. No jokes. One, no jokes. I've been putting our, our, <laughs> 210, 210. What's up, dude? This is my young brother, Jack Merkel, hey, a.k.a. Everybody. Young Merc, a.k.a. Young Blood, a.k.a. The Lesser of Tony. The Lesser. <laughs> What's up, dude? I'm the better half, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we had some issues here on this show uh, oh, yeah. the last time we tried going live. I think that was, what, in December? Yeah, that was... What, what, almost two almost, like a month ago, right? Yeah, it was like right before Christmas. I think, I think. it was December 9th, right? Yeah. yeah. So we had um we were planning on doing the Ask Tony Anything show to celebrate episode one hundred. And uh we had we had it all set up. Like this was this is how we had it going. I mean we had the if you could see the studio right now, uh if in fact if you wanted to, you know, not now, but after the show's over, you can go to Facebook uh and if you're not following us on Facebook yet, by the way, go ahead and do that. Give uh, us a like, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, give it a like. <laughs> but uh, you can go to Facebook or you can go to Instagram. Check out the, co- the Confessionals Instagram page. I went live on both of those and showed you the studio. We got dual monitors in here. Jack's got the laptop going. Yes, we sir. got double cameras going on. We got the soundboard. We got the audio interface going. We got it all going on in here. And uh, it, last time we did this, it was like... 
we were literally we we sat down we set everything up cameras were working i had it all worked out and the last thing i was thinking that i have an issue with it with was the Hi. audio i do audio all the time i actually run this very software the whole setup i actually run it for the patrons and so like i was like there, there's no way we're gonna have a problem with the audio there's no need to test it wrong wrong <laughs> never again will i ever just think that ah we're good because we didn't do the mic check until what like 10 minutes before it we was, went live it was yeah it was maybe 10 minutes and of course we're, we're both thinking you know as ah, it's, it's nothing because like you said you never think about it but if it's not one thing it's the other with us it's always something anytime it really it's is. a live show it's always something so we do a lot of live shows for patrons and stuff like that and uh we'll probably uh when we transition to the membership on the website we'll be doing live shows over there as well uh but it's like we every time we go live there is an issue with something it's always a problem and i think today was actually the smoothest we've done it even though in the very beginning there was no audio and stuff but that's okay i uh i it works okay i'm just glad somebody said there was no sound because i was able to actually go in and just whoop, turn it back up yep. because i turned the channel down and i forgot to turn it back up all that stuff listen it ain't easy it ain't easy being a merc. There's so much that you have to <laughs> that goes into this. So it's it's you know there's a lot of different uh, you know things that we have to yeah. set up, but yeah, it's worth it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Jack, show people your hoodie that you got going on there. This is the confessionals. Repping right the TC. Yeah, let's see if you can see it. Repping the right TC. There. Yeah, and I'm repping the SC Sasquatch Chronicles. So. Uh, we're repping it all tonight and stuff. We're holding yeah. it down. I want to let you guys know that this episode actually has a special sponsor, and that sponsor is Broke Dick. BrokeDick.com. If you're a broke dick like moi, go get your vape juice <laughs> at BrokeDick.com. That's BrokeDick.com. So, so tell me, tell me a little bit about them, though. What do they do? Uh, they make vape juice at at what kind of price? A phenomenal price. Ah, a broke dick's price. There we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, basically, what you get with broke dick is you get a bottle like this. Um, this is a uh, uh, two, 120 milligram bottle, uh, middle, milliliter bottle, and you can get two of them for 25 bucks. Wow. Free shipping. Wow. Anything over 25 bucks. What's the average price, Tony? $11. Wow. On on how big a container, Tony? Oh, you're doing a great job, Jack. 120 <laughs> milliliters. Wow, Stop asking much, me questions. That's much smaller. <laughs> what do you mean it's much smaller? That this, The the other containers, they're much smaller than what we're doing. Oh, yeah, here. absolutely. Absolutely. They're usually like 60. Yeah. And and you're, for 60 milliliters, you're paying, I don't know, probably like 25 bucks. Yeah. See, we don't want that. We want broke dick. Now, I, I would get my stuff from a guy at work. He he charged me 10 but hey, for an extra dollar, I'm get doubling my, my juice. <laughs> I'm all juiced up. <laughs> so anyways, this episode is brought to you by BrokeDick.com. Go to BrokeDick.com for all your vape needs and let them know the confessional sent you. If you're a vapor, I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed with BrokeDick.com. Uh, it's my favorite. This is my favorite uh, juice right here. It's called Water Cup. If you like trying new flavors water cup is the flavor for you so brokedick.com check them out and let them know through email or through a comment or review that hey the confessional sent you all right so today we have asked tony anything and i'm i i'll tell you what 
Like when I first came up with this idea of Ask Tony Anything to celebrate episode 100, I was really excited about it. And leading up to it, I was pumped. And then the big letdown we had last time with the audio. And, uh. and to be honest with you, I forgot all about doing the show again. And it was literally this week, my wife asked me, she's asking me questions about the, uh, the newsletter we send out on a monthly basis. And she's like, you know, do you want to send out anything special on the newsletter? And I told her, I said, uh, nah, not yet. I don't really know what I, mean, I had a chance to think about. It. And then she asked me the question. She's like, did you ever do the, uh, the live show for episode 100? Ask Tony anything. And I said, uh, no. <laughs> and I was, and I wasn't driving truck this week. I took a vacation week. So I text you, I said, Jack, you free this Friday. And you're like, yep. <laughs> and so here we are. So, I mean, I, I wanted to make sure we got this done and stuff and, uh, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, here we are. Ask Tony anything. And we got yep. a lot of questions that people sent in last, what was like two months ago and stuff. Uh, people were asking me questions online today and, um, I'll get to them if I can, but we have a lot of stuff to cover and stuff. So if you didn't get your questions in by the, the uh, due date last month, you are put on the back of the list as far as questions go. Uh, <laughs> hate, hate to say it like that, but it sucks to be you. <laughs> hey, what's the uh, saying of the show, right? Truth will set you free. But, but first it will piss you off. Exactly. I'm yeah. surprised you know that. Jack, when's the last time you watched or listened to an episode? Actually, not that long ago. Oh, it, really? It was probably last week's, two weeks ago, probably. You, so. like, like, you're my younger brother. You help produce the live <laughs> shows. You're you, like, you're an integral piece of the, the show to the point that I actually put you on the website as part of the team and everything. And I could quiz you on the show over the last month and you get most of the questions wrong. In fact, I could just ask you what the shows were about and you get the most of the questions wrong. That's probably true. The funny thing is, though, you know, you say that like it's a bad thing, but prop but most content creators most likely don't listen to their own shows. You You're know. wrong. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. You know, if somebody's on the radio, they're not going to listen to their show back. You know, the radio. Now, no, I'm not on, a, I'm that, not no. on the show, but it's still it's, if it's FM radio, it's a you know 24 hour turnaround. They're not listening to it. But yeah. guys like me, every, all right. So I put my show out on Tuesday. The next day, I'm in my truck. Probably the first thing I do that day is listen to my show and make sure that it all came out okay. That I didn't miss anything because like the one time. You wouldn't know this because you don't listen to the show. I actually had a mess up with the audio and it, it's, it was an overlay of audio. And so at times I was talking over the guests and like I was talking about uh, the stars and the planet and he was talking about farming, you know, like it was just like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> and I did that by accident. And I actually had somebody on Twitter like, stop over talking your guests. I'm like, right, come on, dude. Really? You really think <laughs> I'm just, not sound have like you never listened to the show before? Have you like, oh, <laughs> like you know what I mean? So yeah. I was just like, whatever, dude. Uh, I want to I want to take a, a second here, Jack. Did you ever comment in the the um, the chat room? I did. All right, there you are. Let me see if I can make you a moderator here. Um, add as a moderator. There you go. All right, Jack's an official moderator. And let's see. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking. For, I'm seeing. I don't see anybody else. All right. So if Wes shows up, if Sasquatch Chronicles shows up, I'll make him a moderator too. Um, but uh, what was I just saying? We were talking about your show. Yeah, what was I saying? You're making fun of me for not listening. Oh, well. And how you listen back to every show. Oh, yeah. I listen back at every show yeah. and stuff to, for quality control, you yeah. know? And also because I, I hear things that I don't like with the audio quality, and then I can go back and work better on the next week and stuff like that. Yeah. In fact, I've been tweaking the audio for the past month, and uh, I haven't had any complaints on it. So either people aren't yeah. noticing or uh, they like it. So 
Uh, it's just I've been taking a lot of highs out of my vocals and leaving some lows in, so uh, it sounds more booming. That's good. You That's actually a not a booming voice. voice. I got lower down. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> uh, you got any questions? Do we have questions? Yeah, tonight? yeah. Let's start it off. So Let, let's start it off with the, some softball questions. All right. Do we have any <laughs> softball questions? All right, all right. I'll give you a softball. Just give question. me a softball question, and we'll bang around here with some <laughs> uh, some ch- chit chat, talk talk. I wanted to do some uh, extracurriculars on today's show, uh, but I couldn't drag phone numbers out of people. Hey, there's Sasquatch Chronicles. Let me uh, make him a. Uh, a moderator. And uh, so I was going to actually do some prank calls today. <laughs> I know. I and know uh, I, I, I had it all planned out. The only problem is, so what I was doing was I was going on Craigslist and I was looking up Bigfoot and I found <laughs> Bigfoot toys, Bigfoot books. Uh, and one guy was selling a Bigfoot costume oh and I was like, oh, this would be so golden. And so I'm, I'm asking him for his number. He's not giving it to me. He's like, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, dude. I got your, I got to get your number. You know what I mean? Because I was gonna call him up and like, you know, like if like if if he were to answer the phone, I'd be like, hello, I'm like, hey, I'm calling about the uh, Bigfoot costume you got. Yeah, I'm like, so is it a female costume or a male costume? And he'll be like, probably like, uh, you know, I'll be like, listen, I, I actually I'm looking for a female costume because uh, it's gonna be soon mating season, and I'm gonna be putting my brother in the costume. I'm gonna have him walking through the woods. We're trying to attract the male Sasquatch because we're trying. <laughs> to catch him on camera but i need to be a female now if it's not a female i could probably work it that way also and stuff but i have to you know tw- tweak some things maybe sp- spray some potpourri on it or something i was just gonna roll with it until the guy hung up on me but he wouldn't give me his phone number so wow there's that well that's that that's that <laughs> okay so now you see his mind ladies and gentlemen i'm crazy <laughs> i am crazy like like on the show i'm so much more tame because I have to be. Well, I don't have to be, but it's just not the format for the show. I'm yeah. a clown, though. I am such a yes, clown. Yes, you are definitely a clown. <laughs> the patrons could tell you that, too. Oh, man. So let's start off with a, with a softball question, like you said. Uh, Lay up. We got one here from Luke, all Luke. the way over. Luke in, uh, in the UK. Uh, do we really want to take Luke from the UK this early, at least? Oh, it's the only one that's on there from him, so... <sighs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. This is a good All one right. to start with. What is it? What's your favorite country song? <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about, Luke. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'll tell you what, Luke. Uh, I'll appease you. No, actually, I won't appease you because what I'm about <laughs> to say is something that you're not going to like. Now, Luke's actually on here. I can't believe Luke's actually here. So, Luke, <laughs> Jack's throwing you a bone right now because he knows that you're watching yeah. and uh, <laughs> he knows it's 2 a.m. your time in England. Uh, Luke, I know you like, you know, the old time country music stuff, but uh, I would say at least right now, my favorite country song would be uh, Jason Aldean, Drowns the Whiskey. Wow. You want to hear some of it? Sure. I was going to say, I don't think I even know I can that look one. it up real quick and we'll see here. Uh, I, have you heard that song before? No, I'm not really. Uh, I don't listen to a whole lot of country. If I listen to country, it's more like Willie Nelson, Hank Williams. I, I like. Uh, Actually, you know what? I can't look it up. I can't do it or else YouTube will strike me. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. See, we don't want any strikes from YouTube. Yeah. We're not into getting in trouble. Right. What does FFS mean? FFS. Luke, Luke comments FFS. I have no idea. 
See, Biggles funky, says, funky says he fresh. lost a listener. Listen, I don't listen to a whole lot of country as it is. You're lucky I got an answer. You're lucky you got an answer. Oh, man. Lost a listener. Get lost. <laughs> uh, well, let's get off of that topic because we're not really country fans. So, Oh, Luke's uh, cussing up here. Okay. Uh, we're going to okay. leave that hidden, Luke. Yep. <laughs> um, so let's start with this one here, okay? Um, and this is this is a pretty good one. This is from Jen from New York. Uh, how did you start the podcast, especially since you're a truck driver during the day? Well, it all started in 1985 when uh, this little boy named Tony Merkel was born in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And <laughs> now I um, so it's in all honesty, I had a background with audio production and uh, I always wanted to do audio production in one way or another. I was, I think it was, I was probably seventh grade. I started running the sound room at our church, uh, the same church that actually Jack goes to today. And um, I fell in love with the soundboard. I fell in love with, you know, the idea of producing audio. I can't sing. I can't play an instrument, but I loved sound. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And so I applied to a school called Full Sail University in uh, Orlando, Florida. And I know some of our listeners actually went there. And uh, and one of our listeners, she went there, graduated, and now she's heavily, heavily, heavily involved in the movie industry. She does a lot of big time uh, stuff for like Netflix and stuff like that, TV shows. So um, it's pretty cool. But she... Uh, or I went. I was going to go to Full Sail University. I was accepted to Full Sail University, uh, and then I started thinking about some things. And uh, one of the biggest things that led me away from Full Sail was the fact that it was Orlando, Florida, and I would have had my own apartment in Orlando, Florida, uh, at 17 years old. They didn't have dorms. Right. It was a trade school. I think they have dorms now, but at the time they didn't have dorms. It was just a trade school, and so like. I was thinking to myself, that's just not a good idea. I didn't feel comfort comfortable with it. I didn't feel confident in it. I didn't think that I was ready to live, you know, fifteen hundred miles away from home at seventeen years old with my own apartment. I just wasn't mentally there. I was I was scared. I was scared to do something like that, you know? Yeah. Like having to pay the bills and things like that. Just so I, I defaulted and I was like, Well, how hard could it be to be a pastor? <laughs> so I went to Bible college. Yeah, the transition. I was like, well, it can't be that hard. And so <laughs> I followed three of my friends to, um, uh, I guess I could say the name of the school. It, at the time, it was Valley Forge Christian College in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And uh, now it is called the University of Valley Forge. And uh, I was a freshman there in 2003. And one of the uh, cool things about being a freshman there in 2003 was I was uh, the dormitory that I was living in was actually, um, a bunch of rappers on that floor. I mean, I'm talking like, I, I if, if my memory serves, serves me, maybe it wasn't the entire floor, but it was a lot of people on that floor that were rapping or people on the campus that would come to our floor to record and things like that. I got really into, into producing beats and playing around with the audio production side of things and tweaking things. You, you remember, I would come home for winter break and in summertime with my computer and I'd be like blaring beats that I made and stuff in the, in the bedroom and things like that. And so, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I fell in love with audio at an early age. And then uh, I was fortunate enough to go to college and just land on a dorm floor that was heavily involved in hip hop. And I started, you know, just 
doing what I love doing. And I, I got a good feel for it there. And um, so that was my background with audio production, which doesn't answer your question. Uh, so, <laughs> right, right. And so what happened was <clears throat> I was a, um, I was a closet Bigfoot guy for a long time. Like you knew I was in the Bigfoot, but I didn't talk about it publicly because I just didn't want to deal with people being like, what you believe in Bigfoot and you got to explain it to them all the time. And you know, it just become a laugh factor. And I, I just didn't feel like dealing with it. And, uh, I was driving truck and we had, uh, I got back one night from work and another driver had gotten out of his truck and we're walking in and he goes, dude, you believe in Bigfoot? And my face just dropped. And I was like, Jay, where'd you hear that? And he's like, I saw one of your Bigfoot videos. And I said, Jay, no, you didn't. <laughs> I was like, that's impossible. Well, this was, was this when you started PSR? Yeah, I had PSR. Uh, but yeah, that's right. Thank you. So I let me rewind here. I started Pennsylvania Sasquatch Research because I was actually trying to just find people in Pennsylvania that were into the topic like I was. Uh, I didn't think there'd be that many. Turns out there was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that group grew to the point where I was like, oh, let me start a YouTube channel. I started making these YouTube videos, uh, just my thoughts on it and stuff, things like that. And, um, and then that's, so he saw, he must've saw one of my videos on YouTube, even though he said it was Facebook. I knew it wasn't Facebook because I, I didn't, I, I never posted on Facebook. I, I and, and I remember the one time I posted something on Facebook by accident and I deleted it and I'm like sweating for like two days. Did anybody see that? You know what I mean? Uh, so I had the YouTube channel and, um, I was out of my Bigfoot closet at that point. I was like, whatever. And, uh, you know, I was, I was Bigfooting and proud. So, <laughs> and, um, and so I was driving the truck one day, backed it into the dock at the end of the night. And, uh, I got a phone call over Facebook from, you know, we always rep them here on the show, Sasquatch Chronicles, Wes Germer, and, uh, never talked to him before in my entire life. Uh, he was the myth, the legend, the guy I listened to every Monday morning from his Sunday show, uh, not his member shows cause I was too cheap. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he calls me and, and he's just talking to me about my, you know, YouTube channel and, and Bigfoot stuff and just getting to know me. And I was just like, wow, okay. This is a little weird, you know, but we talked for like 45 minutes. And during yeah. that time and stuff, uh, he's like, dude, you should think about starting a podcast. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. You should start, you should think about starting a podcast. And, uh, I was like, well, I don't know. And he's like, oh, I'll help you, you know, <laughs> get it on iTunes and yeah. things like that. I'll, I'll show you what to do. And I was like, huh? Okay. And so that got my wheels turning. Uh, Wes didn't know that I had a background with audio production. Right. Like that, that's a, I, I see people comment online and stuff saying that Wes taught me how to do like audio <laughs> stuff. Wes didn't <laughs> teach me how to do audio. <laughs> he helped you with a lot of stuff, but uh, these, that was something that you kind of These just... studio microphones that you guys see on this video right now, I had before Wes and I ever said one word to each other. <laughs> like, well, and, and that was, you know, one thing you did try to get into. You've done so many different ventures yeah. too in your life, but you did, you did a music, you know, yeah. uh, what was that music? Right, a record uh, label. Record label, yeah, yeah for about a record year. Label. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. You've been doing a lot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a record label for a short period of time. But the problem is, uh, I don't work well with others when others don't match my work um, ethic. Yeah. And uh, when I'm managing, running a company, and the artists in the company 
are not putting the same kind of effort into their own music that I'm putting right. into their music, uh, that's a problem for me. And so right. I, I just dropped it. I was like, it's not worth my time or my money. I was investing too much. Uh, I got stories for you. I got stories for days. Anyways, yeah. so Wes encouraged me to start the podcast. And um, here you are today. I think it was probably like two months later, I launched the first episode. I, I don't drag my feet on things. When I decide I'm going to do something, I do it. And um, so we had uh first episode was, um, I think it was, it's called uh farmer sees two Sasquatch or something like that. And uh, that's somebody that I was talking to because of PSR, he contacted right. Dave Groves and David Groves is a great friend of mine. And Dave pointed him to me and we were talking and uh, I thought his story was incredible. And it just so happens we were talking at the same time I was talking about, I just started talking about doing a podcast. And so um, I asked him if he'd come on the show. He said, yeah. And uh, we were off. I mean, literally, I mean, and I was worried that like, I was like, how am I going to get guests and stuff? Because my, my thing was I was going to start the confessionals, which was actually a YouTube series on PSR, the YouTube channel. It was actually its own little playlist. I had like five episodes and it was just, you know, all I did was I had an app on my phone that records phone conversations. I would call somebody up and say, just state your name and your story. (laughs) I I didn't interview anybody. I was just like, I'd be like, they'd be like, Hi, this is Jack Merkel, and yeah. I saw Bigfoot. This is what I saw, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Exactly. Click. <laughs> a lot less uh, formal. Yeah, than it yeah, is right yeah. Now. Because I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know yeah. what to do, and I knew I could talk to people. I, this is something that you and I are very familiar with, you know, living at, from a Merkel household. Yeah. I, I tell people this all the time. I don't think they really believe me, but, like, we didn't have TV growing up. Like we yeah. would come home from school and we sit down at the kitchen table and that's where we stayed. Like yeah. we would just sit there and talk we, yeah. that we meet you and I were trained to be talkers. Yeah. And even, I mean, you know, that's just how some people have dinner on the TV. For the most part, we would have dinner around the kitchen table. Yeah. I mean, there was just, you know, and, and it, even to today, like we still always talk around the table. Yep. So that's just the way we are. It I mean, is the way we are. And it's, it's fine with me. So if you knew our, if you knew our sister, you'd know, yeah. I, we are all talkers. It's just the, it's in our blood. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's why it worked out really well for you to be a podcaster. I mean, you're, yeah. you're able to, um, just make conversations sometimes out of, you know, the smallest thing. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's the, I guess that's, you know, a gift. I don't know, but I, I just, I combined yeah. two things that I was really good at, you know, talking and audio production, you know? Right. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's how the show started. It was encouragement from Wes and me just grinding. And it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Like, I, I people ask me, I tell like, because there's a lot of people that contact me now, you know, hey, I'm starting a podcast, any suggestions? Yeah. Work your face off. It's the only way that, you're going to get anywhere. Like, if you approach this like a hobby, it's going to show like a hobby. Right. You know, like, I what I do, like, I drive truck, I, I do like close to 60 hours a week. And, um, that aside is a lot of hours to put into anything. Right. And this, Lindsay was maybe two or three months away from finding out she was pregnant when I first started the show. Yep. And that whole first year, Ben was born in December, that whole first year of the show, I would come home from work, kiss her, eat something. I'd come up here and I'd start working on stuff. There was days that I would sit down in front of the computer. I'm like, I have no idea what to do because podcasting is a very new industry. It's a very new industry. It hasn't peaked at even close to being peaked yet. And so the, the formula of building a successful podcast 
it's still floating out there. Like we're, we're right, like yeah, people have their different ways of doing it and stuff, yeah. but there is no formula per se. Right. So I would just sit down from the computer and put myself in an environment to be creative. And I'd either find some music to pl- play around with, a video to play around with, or I- I'd be like, hey, you know what? I-, I found this this YouTube channel. I wonder if they'd do any cross promotion and start contacting them. That's I did a cross promotion early on with uh, Mr. Creepypasta on YouTube. He's got over a million subscribers. And that was from me sitting at the computer, coming across one of his videos. I don't listen to creep- Creepypastas a whole lot, but I came across his stuff on YouTube and I was just like, I wonder if this guy would do a cross promotion. Right. Yeah. And so I reached out to him and we did a cross promotion. And uh, I remember having some people email me saying, hey, you know, Creepypasta sent me here. I love the show, whatever. So it worked. And so I, I, if you hear me on other people's shows, people talking about my show and stuff, it's not by accident. Yeah. I, I, I reach out to podcasters all the time to do a cross promotion because that's one of the best ways to grow your show. Now, well, you listen to Vaynerchuk. So, I mean, yeah. the cold call thing is one of, yeah. the, one of his biggest, you know, he, when he was talking about when he started. That's what he did, but yeah. he's talking. He's talking about his wine business, but it's the right. same thing. Well, I, you're, you're trying to get your name out there, so yeah. I'd say my entrepreneurial mentor, the spirit animal, is Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, he, and you're an entrepreneur, check him out. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely definitely a go-to guy for me, and um, you know he's one of the guys that kind of kept me motivated throughout that first year to just grind, grind, grind. Nobody's going to do it for you. Just go do it. Just do, just go, go, yep. go, go. How yep. many hours of sleep do you need? Well, I need eight. No, you don't. You need four. <laughs> get to that. Get back to work. Technically, Wendy. yeah, you, know you don't. I mean? You don't need eight. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I'm seriously. I mean, even for me now, I, I come home at, at night. I hang out with Ben now and stuff. I can't just come up yeah. here. I got a son now. He needs my attention. So I, I hang out with Ben, and I wait for him to go to sleep. Usually around nine, nine thirty, sometimes ten o'clock. Right. Depending on what time he got up from his nap. Right. And at that point, whenever he lays down to go to bed. I get to working on the show. You can yeah. attest for this. How many times do I text you at two o'clock in the morning? You yeah, know what I mean? a lot. Yeah. You're, I know you're sleeping, but I know that well, I know when you wake yeah, up, <laughs> you're going to see what I wanted you to know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I work till about two, three o'clock in the morning every day. I get up at eight o'clock in the morning. I'm at work by nine. I drive truck all day. And this is what I do Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays are interview time. People, I, I do interviews. I do probably about six to 10 interviews a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, you, do, you I spread them out of, throughout the day too. It's not just you know a quick short interview. You no, guys know I, I how usually, the you know how the interviews go. So yeah, I, I usually yeah. I usually start them off around twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon, and I go till about six, seven o'clock at night, Saturdays and Sundays. So yeah, yeah. I that that I hope that answers your question. I guess, I guess I gave it I gave it more juice than what she asked for, but that's good though. That's I, what I, it's a good answer. I'm a Merkel. I talk. Well, you know, you, people want to know too because you know you never know who's out there that's going to want to start a podcast yeah. of their own. And to hear that you work sixty hours a week, and I know you talk about it on your show as well. But I can't remember of, what I talk about on my show. <laughs> I don't know if you remember what you talk about, even when you're texting me sometimes. But yeah, they, everybody kind of wants to know, and I, it's a good thing. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the next one here. Uh, these two kind of tied together, so let me get them both out, and then you can answer. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've seen on the road at work, aside from the UFO, and also driving truck? Have you ever had a Bigfoot experience? Um, one of those was submitted by Chris. I um, I never had a Bigfoot experience. Period. End of story. Ever in my entire life at all. Uh, never saw Bigfoot. Um, at all. I've had. I guess I. I you can say I've had Bigfoot experiences where I've found tracks. I found, you know, tree structures that were super big. Yeah, we've I mean, we've gone out together and we've seen yeah. some crazy stuff. And I yeah. know you've gone out and 
You so, know? I mean, there's there's been definitely sign of Bigfoot, but I've never laid eyes on a Bigfoot. Probably never will. Um, that's just truth. Can we take a quick break, if, if you don't mind? The Hawks just beat the Sixers. That's all <sighs> I wanted to just say to you, by two points. So, for any of you who don't care about basketball, our team just lost by two points to a terrible team. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was saying. Now. I know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What was the question? Uh, so you we you've had a you know you've seen structures you've seen uh, you've seen tree beds. Oh yeah, I, yeah, but I've never had a Bigfoot experience. And uh, so driving truck, no, definitely not. Haven't seen anything. Yeah. Uh, our dad drives truck, and our dad. Uh, this is this is a fun story. I never knew that our dad was into this kind of stuff, like Bigfoot, ghosts, aliens, all that stuff. Like he listens to Coast to Coast at night, all that stuff, right? We didn't know that because he didn't talk about it with us. And he's listened to it for years. Years. Since he was driving truck, and, and he's been driving for 20, 28 years or something. Something like that. that, close to thirty years. Oh my gosh. And and he and he would listen to it to it all the time. And we would watch some of the shows on TV and stuff as kids, but like he never talked about it. Talked about it, like we talk about it, you know. Yeah. And uh, so. You know, my dad now, he used to listen to XM radio all the time, loved it. But I told him, I said, that's a thing of the past. You need to get on podcasts. Right. Finally got on podcasts. Oh and I showed gosh. him how to use it and everything. And that's all he does all night long he, now. He's podcasts everything. He even said to me, because he's a, he's a huge music guy. So he's a singer. He got awards, you know, for singing da- and everything. Yeah, our, our dad won uh, New Male Vocalist of the Year in 1995. Yeah, and Best Gospel Vocalist or something No, like he was nominated for, be- for uh, New Male. He, he was nominated for... Uh, single of the year. That's what but he, he won year. new male vocals of the year, the gospel yeah. division in so 95. That was, yeah. He can sing. His, he has some he, pipes. He can, yeah. He can sing his butt off. He's incredible. But the guy listens to music. He used to listen to music nonstop. And when he, when Tony showed him the podcast, it was an immediate switch. He even said to me, he's like, I never listen to music anymore. He's like, I get in my yeah. car, I get in my truck. And immediately I put on the podcast and he was talking to me just recently about how much he listened. He loves uh, Sasquatch Chronicles too. So yeah. he's like, he was thankful that you showed him that. And yeah. so, Wes, that's a shout out to you. Yeah. You got another fan. <laughs> we, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw that mom was in Sasquatch Chronicles fan, fan group. That I was, was like, awesome. I didn't add her in there. I know. I, I don't know if she just jumped in there herself, but it was funny. Yeah, bump your microphone up just a little bit. I'm seeing your levels are a little low. Just a little bit. You should be good now. Right. Um, so, so yeah, our, our dad listens yeah. to tons of podcasts and, and he's, he listens to Sasquatch Chronicles, like Jack mentioned. And, um, uh, he, he said to me over Christmas, he said that, you know, when he's driving now at night, he's always looking around to see if he sees anything because yeah. you, know, you get, you get these people who say that they're driving a tractor trailer and they, they saw a Bigfoot or they're driving down the road and across the road and dad drives through some, you know, very way out there. Yeah, exactly. Middle of nowhere at night. Yep. So like, I'm a daytime <laughs> driver. My dad drives at night. So in fact, he's driving truck right now. In fact, he's probably getting his truck, just got in his truck not too long ago to fire yeah. up at night. Yep. Drive safe driver. Um, but, uh, what was the question? Have I ever had a Bigfoot experience? Yeah. Have you ever had an experience? And what was the other one? There was like a two part question. Yeah. It was, have you ever had an experience or have you ever seen anything, um, at work on the road and besides your UFO oh, experience? Cause you, you, um, you talked about that. Yeah. I talked you, about right. the UFO experience. Um, I, I, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because you don't listen to the entire episode. What I do sometimes is after the outro, I add extra content. <laughs> Just for the people who make it through the entire show, because I know a lot of people dip out after the interviews, so you, you miss out on some extra content. And uh, like sometimes I'll put it in right afterwards, and sometimes you'll have yep. to listen to like two minutes of complete silence, and all of a sudden, what 
It's that secret in. bonus track. Yeah. <laughs> secret bonus track. But um, yeah, I did that for one of the episodes where I told told people about me seeing a UFO that was in the shape of a check mark. Uh, right. It was like a triangular, but it had like wings of a check mark. Uh-oh, looks like my son's going to bed. Come on in, buddy. <gasps> the people can see you. Hey. <laughs> say hi, everybody. Hey, say hi. Say hi. Say something. Say hi. hi. Oh, daddy's microphone's coming off. <laughs> I got you. You got it? Say hi. You going to bed? Yeah, you look tired. You look tired. Say hi. My name's Ben. He's like, Dad, not in front of the people. <laughs> See, he's smiling the other direction. I love you, buddy. Yeah, well, why don't you point <laughs> it this direction and say something to them? What's over here? Look. You want, I don't know if he sees himself here. Let me get this. Can you see you? Look at that's Ben. That's Ben. <laughs> he's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's my bedtime. Hey, you know, have a good night. Sleep good. Don't be a pain in the butt for mom tonight. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyways, we were uh, talking about me not seeing Bigfoot, right? Yeah, yeah, and your check mark. Uh, oh yeah. So we saw the UFO that uh, I saw the UFO that was in the shape of a check mark. I've actually seen it two other times since I, I recorded that. Really? Yeah. Oh, you on the, same, about on that. the same turnpike, uh, different spots in the turnpike, but I saw it. Um, I think it was one. The first time was on the left side. And I think I saw it twice on the right side of the highway. But it's one of those situations where I'm on a turnpike, guys. Please don't email me and write the comments. Why don't you take yeah, pictures? Well, I, Listen, I was I'm not literally just about to say that. I'm not going to take driving. Yep. It's illegal to pull a tractor over on a bridge of a turnpike without yep. the emergency uh, rest area. There's those pullouts where it's an emergency spot. I can't just pull my truck over on a bridge of the road, get out, and chase <laughs> around a Bigfoot on the turnpike when or there's a these, <laughs> you know, 15 foot barrier walls there. It's just yeah. not gonna happen. So don't don't email me. Why didn't I take pictures? Okay? Yeah, just gonna take my word for it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, there's not pictures, you know, tagged along with every single experience that you've shared on the show. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay to. Anyways, fine. This is Tony unedited. Yeah. Um. So, I I can tell you this though. I I did see something really weird uh, on the road. Uh, and it's, it's something that I saw before I started the podcast, before I started looking into Bigfoot and all that stuff. Uh, I actually, uh, was, I think it was when I was dating Lindsay. So I met her when we started dating, we were 18. So I was probably like 18 or 19 years old. And, uh, and, um, I'm sorry. I just got a text. (laughs) Sorry. I got distracted. (laughs) I was probably about 18 or 19 years old and uh, I was driving home from Lindsay's house one night and where my parents live, where, you know, Jack and I grew up, uh, it's out there, you know, we're from Shoemakersville, Pennsylvania, small little town. um, And I was taking a back road home and I was driving my 1977 Pontiac Grand Prix. That thing was awesome. Oh, dude, that was such a great car. I was such a stupid idiot. I got rid of that car because I thought Lindsay didn't like it. Are you freaking oh, kidding me? Man. And I, I, I never knew that. I never talked to her about it. I just assumed oh, she didn't like it. Just because it was older or something. And it was yeah. an old car. Oh, and and, and I was just like, ah, I want to impress this girl. Jeez. She asked me why I got rid of it. 
Yeah, because that thing was awesome. Dude. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, turn your mic down a little bit. You're clipping now. Um, so I'm driving home from her house. And it was late at night. And at the time, I called it a fox. And I still think it was probably a fox. I didn't know what to make of it. But now looking back, it must have been injured. It had to be an injured fox. That's the only thing I can tell you. If it's not paranormal, if it's not cryptid, it it, it had to have been some kind of um, injured fox. Because this thing, I'm driving down the road and I'm about to go over this hump in the road where I like to speed up because you can kind of jump the car, you know? And uh, I'm flying and this fox goes running across the road on its hind legs. And it, it it was like I couldn't have been flying that fast because I because it, it crossed in front of me. But anyways, it ran across the road and it's it's like arms were up like this and it was running really weird. It it was like rabbit fox. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. But it was running really weird on its hind legs and it's like it's like head was like kind of cocked and the, like I think the tongue was hanging out the side. But it, it <laughs> It, it was weird, man. How, how many drinks had you had? <laughs> that drink. sounds like <laughs> I wasn't drinking. There's something else going on there. Yeah. No, yeah. that's wow, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty weird. I never tell you that. No. Yeah, I, I remember telling Lindsay that and her um and her mom, and I was like, they're gonna think I'm crazy. But I, I'm the kind of person if I see something, I gotta talk you, about. Yeah, it. I know you. Are. <laughs> I gotta talk. That's why, like, if I like. You can trust me when I say I never saw Bigfoot because if I saw Bigfoot, I'd be talking about oh my it. Gosh, my Lord, yeah. I'm talking about it. You know? so, that'd, be an un- that'd be a constant, unfiltered, you know, it just come yeah. out all the time. Yeah. yeah. But that's crazy, man. I like. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty nuts. Yeah. I, I, it's funny, actually. <laughs> I don't even know if, it, if I was just tired or something, but the other night I, I was driving and I was going to call you because I thought I saw, I literally thought I saw a ghost in the middle of the road. Really? Yeah, it was, it was the weirdest thing. And. It was, you know, that this is why I didn't. I hesitated to even call her or like tried to rationalize it a little bit more because I, I, it was a little bit foggy and it was really late and I was tired. So I was like, "Did I see that?" But it, it, it was a per, it like shaped like a person. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't really want to. I didn't really go into it too much, but uh, well, yeah, it's just crazy when you see something and you're driving and you kind of. You don't know what you really saw if because you're going faster. You're not really, you're not really going at a, a walking speed, so you can't take a second to stop and look. So sometimes yeah. you don't want to stop and look either. Yeah, when I was uh, when I was you know dating Lindsay again, she went to Penn State Berks campus. It was about an hour away from my my college. I would go up to see her every day, and um, when I would drive back, it was usually like one, two o'clock in the morning. I was exhausted, tired, and. Uh, I would, I would be so tired, you, you know, you start dozing off behind the wheel and yeah. you'd have those like mirages where you think you see something that's not yeah. there because you're dozing off. You're just like, whoa, yeah. you swear you saw somebody right there. Right. Yeah. Was that that kind of situation for you? It. W- I wasn't dozing. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've had t- things like that before. That's why this one was a little bit more like, did I see what I saw? Because I was like, I was awake, Yeah. but it was late. Like, you just know all the factors that go, like, the darkness, the fact that it was already foggy. Like, not super foggy, but enough that it's like, eh, you don't know what's going on. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I mean, 
it could have been what it was, what I thought it was, or it could have just been fog because we live right across from a river. So right, right, right. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. But I mean, that's that's about as weird as I've ever saw driving and stuff. Uh, that sounds really weird too. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's. I'm sure there's stories. I just I can't even remember. Like just you know normal crazy stuff you see on the road. I mean, yeah. you, you tend to see it all driving truck. But uh, and and I and I don't drive like across the country. Like I, I stick to the region. So, I mean, right. I, I live here in the Philadelphia area. I drive in the Philadelphia area. I drive a tractor trailer in the Philadelphia area and I do like 20 deliveries a day. And, uh, so you see a lot of stuff during, during yeah. the time. I mean, you're, like, you're mostly, you're mostly, you know, in, um, city areas, right? Urban areas where yeah. you're, you're going to have a little bit more of a I building. Drive, I drive, uh, if anybody is from the area, I drive Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. That's yeah. the area I do every day. Ben Salem. So it's a, it's it's a nice area to drive track the trailer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I would love to do like a cross country trip at some point. Yeah, you know, to get to the, just to the point real quick of what you said about not driving across country, that'd be really cool. I mean, I I've been to a few different places like Montana and and Idaho and places like that. Minnesota. But yeah, and you know all those different areas. You know, Montana was probably the coolest because of all the mountains that you have. So I feel like you have more of a potential there to see something. But there's potential everywhere. That's why even when you're just where you're at. You know, seeing those UFOs, because, yeah. I mean, you know, it may not be extraterrestrial, but it's something you don't know. So uh, I just think it's it's crazy what you can see. And especially if you're looking, because right. most of the time people just aren't looking. That's why, like what dad yep. said about looking for what our dad said about looking for Bigfoot when he's driving. It's like, good look, because most people don't look. Right. And if he sees one, it's going to be turned into that crazy guy that saw Bigfoot on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah all right so let's get to another one here real yeah. quick oh, we're supposed to be doing it ask tony anything <laughs> this is what happens when yeah, you get I two know. merc brothers doing this we go off on tangents so you guys you might be in for a long ride tonight because we've been going for a while and we think we i think we covered like two or three questions yeah it was only two well three technically with luke's <laughs> question but um so we have one here uh from uh jen from ny new york yay, uh, yay. <laughs> why'd you yay yay that we're not from know. new york it's uh, a neighboring state, man. PSR right. covers well, Pennsylvania and surrounding states. All right, I feel you there. Anyway, so she uh, wants to. She wants to know. She said, "I really like your intro song. Where did you find that?" So I'm not sure if she means the old or the updated, but I'm sure she means cool. the updated. But both are good. I mean, she emailed that within the last few months. Uh, I made both of them to a certain extent. Uh, the the very first one. I actually made that intro for a Bigfoot podcast before I had a Bigfoot podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, fa- I found Sasquatch Chronicles. I was listening to the show. I emailed Wes like a hundred times. He never answered my emails. Throwing Wes beep, beep, beep <laughs> under the bus. No, but actually it's funny. Yeah. Though, me and Wes, we were talking the one day. Me and Wes, we do FaceTime a lot. And uh, we were talking. I mentioned that to him. And I went through my, all my old emails to see if I could find him. I found like two or three of them that I emailed him that he never answered back. I sounded like a deranged fan. No wonder why he didn't answer me. I sounded like, like I, I was like, oh, please man. answer me, man. Please. I want to talk to you about Bigfoot. He's like, Ugh. You're such a good guy, Wes. <laughs> yeah, he's probably like, freaking weirdo. No, I'm not going to talk to this loser. You know, so <laughs> um, anyways, uh, what was the question? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The intro. It was the, the intro. intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, I, I created the the Bigfoot podcast intro, the very first one that was for the show for what the first year of the show. Mm-hmm. I created that for uh, uh, other podcasts. I didn't know. I just wanted to create something like you know. I I get these creative spurts in me where I just feel like doing something creative. I get you know, um, yeah, inspired. You know. And so I was inspired to do it and I did it and I sent it to Wes and I sent it to other podcasters and nobody bid on it. Right. So I just held on to it and yeah. then I got a podcast going and I was like, huh, I already got a show intro. <laughs> and the intro is the very first beginning where it's like, ah, shoot the lights out, yeah. run the bright out. That whole thing is from a Kanye West song called Monster. Monster yeah. And uh, that song a is a sick song, nasty man. song. It's so good. Um, and so I took that and I chopped that off. And then I took the instrumental off of a, uh, a Meek Mill beat, uh, a Meek Mill song. I can't remember what song it was, but yeah. uh, it, it, it was what I wanted. It was like, with a piano. And then I took, um, let's see here. I took the, the very first thing you hear is um, the guy from signs the movie signs yeah. the i think it was the admiral or something like that he's like they're staying in the shadows making uh, sure everything's probing. all clear making sure everything's all clear and then merle says clear for what he's like for the rest of them oh, and he's talking man. about aliens and stuff like but that. it fits so oh, good so good and yeah. um and so i played that and then i played some bigfoot sounds and wood knocks and things like that yep. and the the wood the, the bigfoot sa- vocalizations on that track is from uh um I think it's called Ontario Sasquatch YouTube channel. It's like probably one of their most famous oh. videos uh, of those vocalizations. And I think they were proven to be fake, but yeah. uh, it still sounded cool. And uh, and so <laughs> it's not you're not going for it. Doesn't have to be authentic I, I for the less. opening song. I don't right? care. <laughs> it sounded cool. You know, I'm going oh, for man. you know, it's an intro. It's supposed to be entertaining. You know, uh, if I was going for authentic, it would be very boring. Yep. <laughs> it'd be like. <laughs> You'd hear the quietest Crickets. little, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, I threw those in there, and then there's the guy saying, you know, uh, I forget what the quote was, but I know at the end he's like, "That is a Sasquatch." Uh, that's me, actually. Um, the the original video, there was actually there was a video of somebody. I think there was a Bigfoot outside their outside their tent, and he was recording. And I wanted to use him saying that, but the audio just sucked so bad because it was probably done with his phone. Right. There's so much white noise. I couldn't eliminate any, most of it. And I was like, what do I do? Well, make your power own. up the mics. And I was just like, that is a Sasquatch. <laughs> and I put it on there. Yeah, it worked really well. Yeah. So that was, yeah. that's how the, the, the first intro came together. The second intro came together. Uh, I wanted to switch things up. And uh, we're going to switch up the intros again here uh, this, this, this year sometime um for a finalization of the show's intro i mean i might make more down the road and stuff but this one that i I make is going to be one that sticks for a while um because i need to uh um yeah uh anyways so (laughs) um the second intro that we're doing here that you guys heard today and stuff uh that was the extended version uh that one is a guy over in Germany, um, uh, I forget. I, I think the YouTube channel is Yeah Beats, um, but I don't think that's his artist name. Obviously, uh, I forget his name. It, it's it's he's a German guy though, yeah. and uh, he he made that track that 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 whole the chant, like, yeah, yeah. The chant and the yeah. beat. 
sick. It is really good. I never get tired of hearing that beat ever. <laughs> I could listen to that all day. It wow. is a sick beat. It and is. It is really good. Yeah. I had to do it, and I, 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 I grabbed it. I put my stuff on it and threw it out there, and people were like, "Oh, I love the intro." And then you got other people saying, "The intro's too damn long." <laughs> and I'm like. And you know what? The, th- the funny thing is, it's a two and a half minute intro, and I knew it was too long, but I liked it so much, I wanted to put it up there, right? Yeah. And so I knew it was too long, and I was planning on shortening it. But every time I got somebody complaining about the intro being too long, somebody guaranteed went. that the intro is going to be too long another two weeks. I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to change it now because yeah. then you're going to think you're whining because it, it, it solved your your problem. Right, right. So yeah. I was like, I had to wait for a silent period where nobody was complaining for, for me to actually change it because I'm I'm ornery like that, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I shortened oh, the intro man. and uh, we've been rocking with that for about a year now and I, I really enjoy it, but we're going to yeah, change I, it. I, I have another instrumental in mind that I do really enjoy. It doesn't have any chanting, but I do enjoy the instrumental. Um, if you listen to, um, uh, good night, Luke. Um, if you listen to K Swiss or not K Swiss, Swiss beats, Uh, no Swiss beats, Swiss beats, uh, has a song that actually, um, is, has the same chorus. Let me see if I can find it here. Mm. Uh, but it has the same chorus that, uh, are you allowed to play it with, uh, um, whatever. I'm not making money off this video anyways. All right. And it, it, I'm not monetizing anything. So all they'll tell me is uh, if the art, the original artist wants to uh, monetize commercials on my video, if that's what's going to happen. Mm. And that's fine. Whatever. Whoop, whoop. Uh, that's the sound of the police. Yeah. The well, YouTube police. But uh, yeah, Swiss Beat just came out with a, a new, um, I can't remember the freaking name of it though. Uh I'm not going to be able to find it. Actually, right here it is, I think. Hmm. Um, no, that's not it. Uh, let's see here. Stunt. There we go. So th- this this song, you're going to hear the chanting for my intro in this this song by Swiss Beats. And if anybody out there doesn't know, Swiss Beats, pretty big deal. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. So that's the uh, the <laughs> you can hear it right the chorus oh, the yeah. chorus from the intro. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that, listen, Swiss Beats. When I was producing instrumentals back in 2003 2004, yeah. Swiss Beats is who I wanted to be like. I wanted to take my style and mix him with uh, Timberland and have a little bit of Eminem feel in there. That's what I wanted mine to be. Wow. And uh, I never accomplished that ever at all. So no, that's all right. <laughs> Those guys are it, good, man. Yeah, they're really good. Showtime. It's <laughs> ridiculous. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good question. Hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, that was a good question. Um, all right. So this one's a little bit more serious. Um, sorry if you guys don't like serious questions. Uh, have you have there been any guests that you've had on your show uh, that when they're telling you their story you've thought bullcrap? Uh, yeah, that was sent from Mark from the UK. Mark from the UK, yay yay! Shout out to Mark. Yeah, man, uh, you get that 
you get that with uh, doing this show. Uh, sometimes people are looking for attention. Um, sure. They are. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I see. I don't understand it because I would never schedule time <laughs> to waste. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to, cause I'm scheduling, I schedule months in advance. Like my schedule, like I'm slammed for the next two, three months with interviews. Yeah. And that's just talking about one on a Saturday, one on a Sunday. We're talking about multiple. Uh, I would never schedule three months from now a time to talk to you, Jack, about a made-up story that I concocted in my head. Well, and even... It, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It, it, I don't know necessarily that even... Maybe it was like a very minuscule part of their experience was what they experienced. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like sometimes that's what happens. I think that happens a lot. Because we, we do... I mean, even, you know, just when you talk to someone about With what happened. With that kind of stuff, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, people... <laughs> sometimes it does... You can you can kind of tell. Yeah, and, and I, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I'm gonna. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, not gonna, I was gonna say. No, Jack's eyes got huge. <laughs> He's, like, what are you? He's like, you haven't even drank yet. <laughs> no, oh, um, man. so with the way I run my interviews, uh, I have an open format for people to come on and share their experiences, get it off your chest. Uh, I'm not a counselor, but sometimes just getting talking to somebody that is willing to listen and believe what you got to say, uh, it helps you. And yeah. so I enter, if I schedule an interview with you, it's because I've read an email and you shared enough detail with me that I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I working as much as I do, do not have time to call people, talk to them about their experience for 30, 45 minutes to schedule another time to sit down and actually record for another 30, 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that kind of time. So what I do is if I'm interested in what you got to say, I schedule an interview. And we sit down to do the interview and that's the vetting process. Just because you get interviewed doesn't mean you're going to get aired. Now, I will tell you, probably about 98% of the people that I interview, I believe. Yeah. The ones that I interview that I don't believe, I don't air. You'll never hear those interviews. I have right. them on file. Right. But you'll never hear them. If you are listening to this right now and you've been interviewed by me four or five months ago and you still haven't heard your interview, just be patient. <laughs> I'm backed up. <laughs> I got I got like 50 interviews that I've already done. They're sitting there waiting to be re be produced yeah, and released. True. And I only do one episode a week. That's why you so, have that's why you have the like 100 terabyte drives that you have. It's yeah, ridiculous. I got I got I got one terabyte drive that's already filled up from my yeah. first year doing the show. This is a two terabyte drive. I just checked it the other day, and I'm using 1.2 terabytes on it right now. So I'm gonna need wow. to get a new one soon. Yeah, I, I go through so many interviews, you know, yep. and so that's uh, a lot of audio. Tabs but here's the thing: up, so. I get a lot of people emailing me to be on the show to share their experiences because we don't just do one topic; we do everything, you right. know. And yeah. so, exactly, uh, there's a lot of people emailing to be on the show. If I were to just schedule one interview a week, like say you want to be on the show, Jack, and mm -hmm. I and I schedule an interview for you on Wednesday, we interview, and then on next Tuesday you get released. If I do that, that means there's a lot of people that I'm not interviewing, right? And they're either they're either going to lose interest or they're going to forget about it. I'll forget about it. I'll lose their email. The best, and I found, I trust me, I I didn't always do it like this, but I found probably about eight months into the show. I found the best thing for me to do was to just start scheduling people in advance. If they don't like it, that's fine. They don't need to schedule with me. But right, right. this is what I can do for you. I'm a busy guy. So at one time, I was I was scheduled six months in advance of, 
of what I was at there at in you know in the current time timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started a, count, uh, a calendar system now that actually helps me consolidate things. Uh, so it's helped me schedule things, you know, in better timing. Yeah, that was a good idea. But um, so I, I do all the, the those schedules and stuff, and that's how the show comes together. Sure. Um, but that whole process means that when I sit down to interview somebody and we're recording, it's the first time I'm actually hearing their story. And so when you hear me talking to them, it's the very first time we've ever talked. Right. And so you're getting the first take of things. This isn't scripted. And um, if you don't, if I don't believe them, it doesn't air. Right. Uh, I have maybe, I think I've had like three, probably yeah, like three out of a interviews. Lot. I mean, you have a lot, like you since said, I've been so. doing this that I, I have on file that I'll never see the light of day. Right. Um. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's times that's not a whole lot though, because I mean, people. People got crazy stuff to share. And the way I yeah. approach the show is I don't know what you saw. I don't know how you, um, everything that you went through. But all I do know is when I walk away from that interview, do I believe that you are telling me what you really feel you experienced? That's, right. that's basically my criteria. I'm not here trying to expose whether you're telling me the truth or not. I'm here. My questions are, are, does my, the way I question people is to draw out more detail of their experience. And by doing that, if they're lying, typically you draw out the lie as well. Right. Yeah. But I'm not here when you're ta- telling me your story to say, well, I have a hard time believing that because you said this one second and the next second you said this. I don't do that. Right. What I do is I ask them questions to draw out more detail. Right. And I believe that by doing that, you expose the liars. Yeah. And I mean, it's worked it's, out pretty yeah, well for me, I think. It's a very, I think it's a typical tactic yeah. that you'll see in, in any questioning. That's just how it works. It's, it's a way to, if any details change or if there's anything that is inconsistent. But like uh, I said, I mean, yeah. I, I don't get a whole lot of those. Yeah. I just don't. Well, I, and for the most part, I mean, it's like you said, your show is so that people can come on and, and share what they've experienced. Yeah. Sometimes things are that crazy that maybe it just doesn't sound like that's even possible. But I mean, the whole point is so that. Yeah. I mean, can... I mean, here's the thing. Like, I mean, so like Tony Rodriguez, I got yeah, people saying was... to me, oh, that was a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not asking you to believe every episode I put out. Right. What I'm asking you to do is just listen to an episode and give it an honest listen and walk away with it from it with what you, you know, how you feel. You know what I mean? I'm not saying every episode I put out, you have to buy into 100%. With Tony Rodriguez, I believe that what he recalls, because he says that these are my memories right. that start coming back to me. I believe him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were certain things that he said during that episode that I don't agree with. Like when he started talking about religion and faith and things, things sure. like that, like it didn't jive with me because I believe certain things, but I wasn't going to get into a debate with him about religion on the show. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. And so you, you pick your battles, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Tony Rodriguez has got a crazy story. And here's the thing with Tony Rodriguez. He's not the only one that has these stories. In fact, yeah. tonight, I, I double booked tonight. I, I Because you forgot. <laughs> yeah. In about 25 minutes, I was supposed to be starting an interview with a guy in California who has access to many, 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 many people that have very similar stories to Tony Rodriguez. Yeah. I was going to be interviewing this guy and hopefully getting access to these other people as well. Oh, I, wow. I want to interview them all. 
Interview yeah. them all. Bring them on the yeah. show. Because then it validates Tony Rodriguez more. And it gives these people an opportunity to share their story and get it off their chest and all that stuff. I, I have a patron who has contacted me telling me that he's been through similar things. And so him and I have been talking through that. And so it, it's just people experience crazy things in this world. And yeah. the moment you think you got the whole universe figured out, God, that life seems boring. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I think uh, kind of along that line, when you're, especially with you know what you what you're talking about with with different people, it's just you don't want anybody to feel like like almost like you're sitting there kind of judging them through what they're saying. Oh, sure, and, and I'm, I think I'm that's not doing that. right. Yeah, and I think that's why what you do and how you do it is is such a good way to do it because you can feel very comfortable opening up to someone. Uh, even like you said, you don't know. It's not like you have a personal relationship with everyone that you talk to. Right. And so the first time you're talking with them, they're willing to share this story with you. Uh, sometimes it's many stories. Sometimes it's, yeah, or I should say accounts, not stories. Sometimes it's many accounts. Other times it's one. But uh, it's, right. re- it's a really good way. So kind of along that line, here's another question for you from Miriam. Um, she said, as a Christian, what is your view on the paranormal? Because you're talking about it being boring if you've had life figured out. So what's your view on the paranormal? Um, it's real. Yeah, so what about it though? I mean, like what specifically do you think when it, when somebody says they've seen paranormal activity? I believe them. Okay. So do you think that <laughs> I'm not, on, help me out here? I, I'm trying to. You just keep giving me the same answer. <laughs> so if you if somebody says that they saw like and like like a a donkey that stood up on its hind legs looked at them and said you smell like beef what would you say to that person uh the bible has a donkey speaking in it and the guy speaks back to the donkey like it's not a big deal yeah so that's my point though is like (laughs) people along that line of like the crazy uh you know the crazy sometimes you may think that they're a little weird like some of the stories or some of the accounts but doesn't that doesn't that kind of lend to the fact that there are so many different experiences, so many accounts, and you can't say that one or the other is you know more outlandish because some of them might be extremely weird, and like there are some that you've even had on your show that I thought that's like that that's crick, crick. nuts, yeah, like yeah. holy cow, and they went through this, um, but yeah, I mean you're you're viewing the paranormal, it's it, you mean it's there. It's happening. Yeah. And if you if you knew everything about it, like that's the thing that makes paranormal awesome is that you just don't know everything about it. Like you yeah. can't know everything. So what do you think? I mean, if you I think what you just said. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just, no, I'm just playing games. <laughs> no, so my all right. I look at the paranormal the same way I look at supernatural. Okay. I believe there's supernatural things that happen in the Bible. Our grandfather, my dad's dad, Jack's grandfather, my grandfather, he relates stories to us of the supernatural that yep. he saw, that he experienced, that God worked through him, right? Uh, I recorded some of that audio. I played it on the show a couple times. So, like, you, you have audio of my grandfather sharing those experiences. Yeah. Those are very near and dear to me, okay? Those are, those are, that's audio that, when I listen to, it chokes me up, Okay. Because my grandfather's a big inspiration for me to do these kind of things. Yep. When I look at the paranormal, I don't know if you could tell my eyes twitching, but it's it feels like it's twitching. And I think it's because I'm really tired. <laughs> my eyes are actually really bloodshot. Anyways, um, <laughs> and I ain't uh, smoking the weed. It's illegal here in Pennsylvania. It is. Uh, so 
I um I look at it the same way as I look at the supernatural. I look at the Bible and I say the Bible is a very paranormal book. You got hands writing on walls in unknown languages where Nebuchadnezzar needs Daniel to come in and to interpret what it means. Yeah. Uh, that's not the first time Daniel had to interpret something for for a yeah. kid. Yeah. And uh, you got Joseph interpreting dreams. You got Joseph interpreting dreams. You got guys named Jesus walking through walls after he's already been dead. He raises from he raises from the freaking grave. Magically, the big stone rolls away. Yeah. He's walking around chilling. He walks through the way. The reason why I say walks through the walls, because in the scripture, it says that the doors were locked, yet he appeared. He walked through a freaking wall. Appears yeah. before him and they don't even recognize him until they freaking put their fingers through the holes on his hands. Yeah, like, they didn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking like the Bible is a paranormal well, book. I mean, and even even when they're uh, when uh, a few of the disciples, I think it's Peter and uh, someone else, are out on the boat and they see what they thought was a ghost is what the Bible specifically says. They yeah. said what they thought was a ghost. Right. And it was Jesus. Yeah. It's like. And, Whoa. And I mean, even then, yeah, you talk about <laughs> witchcraft and things like that, and yes, like you yeah. know, we've had we had. Uh, um, uh, uh, a Wiccan on the show that I interviewed. Yep. I got so much flack for that from cr- other Christians. Well, and you had why to- are you t- why are you bringing her on the show? Why didn't you debate with her? Because yeah. my show's not about debating people. It's not. No, it's about it's not. building relationships and talking with people like they're human beings. Right. Okay. But I had her on the show. Uh, we. But the Bible talks about necromancy. It talks about witchcraft. Yes. It talks about uh, all those kind of things. And God warns throughout the entire Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament, not to do these things. And it's very simple. If God tells you not to do something, it's not because it's impossible to do. He's not going to tell you not to do something that is impossible for you to accomplish. I've said it before. I said it on the show. God's not going to tell me, Tony, Tomorrow, do not go down to Center City, Philadelphia, and pick up the biggest skyscraper and throw it into the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Tony, I'm telling you, do not do that. He's not going to tell me not to do that. Why? Yeah, because, because it's impossible. Yeah, exactly. But throughout the entire, he doesn't say it one time, he says it throughout the entire Old Testament, New Testament, don't practice necromancy. Don't right. summon spirits. You have, uh, I think it's in 2 Samuel, you have Saul going to a witch, a median, yeah. to summon the dead spirit of Samuel. Yep. Exactly. In that entire past, people, the scholars and other Christians, be like, oh well, he didn't really talk to the spirit. I said, you know, the Bible didn't say that. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that he talked to a demon. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that he talked to an angel. It says that he had a conversation with the dead spirit of Samuel. Dead spirit right. of Samuel was pissed off that he was being disturbed. Yep, like demons aren't going to say that they're ticked off about being disturbed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. there's plenty of evidence to show that he actually sp- talked to the dead spirit of, of Samuel. That's in the Bible. Yeah. That's in the Bible. Yeah. So that's why I approach that that's how that's how I do what I do because it's one in one in hand one hand, one in the other. It's yep. the same exact thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you're tying it together kind of where yeah. you see all these things. It, it's and no being, conflict of faith. Right. You've been raised on that kind of thing. And that's why, uh, there, you know, this is actually really cool. Like you just said, it's no conflict of faith. Another question that we had from Sarah, she asked, how, how has this affected you? You've been doing this for five, six, seven years now that you've been really involved in the Bigfoot cryptid paranormal side. Yeah. And, you know, her question was, how has this affected your faith? And, you know, based on what you said. Uh, I would say that um, that affected me in several ways. Uh, one, it helped 
strengthened my faith in the sense that uh, I started looking into things that I didn't typically look into before. Right. And I started educating myself more and more. Like the whole Saul and Samuel thing that I just said, yeah. that's something that I picked up maybe a year and a half ago that just went, I learned it from Dr. Michael Heiser. Yep. Love the guy. The guy's incredibly smart. Look him up on YouTube, Dr. Michael Heiser. And um, so it strengthened my faith in that sense by me looking into these things and um, and pursuing how does this actually relate. Right. Um, it also... I started looking into because you you start looking into these things, you come across other things that aren't even paranormal, and um, it affects you. And one of the biggest things, and you and I debate this all the time, um, but I got very frustrated with how two thousand now two thousand nineteen American Christians are, how the ch- American Christian Church is. I got very frustrated with, with the fact that I started when I'm looking into the Bible and I'm looking at it all the time because I started really diving into what was the culture like back then? Because right. I, I'm a believer that if you understand the culture within which these people were writing the Bible, you'll understand their mind frame of what they were thinking more. Because if you understand what's going on around them and what they're experiencing, it affects how they wrote and what they wrote. Right. And so yeah. when I started looking into that stuff and the culture around them, um, was I? I wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but when I started looking into that and stuff, I I started realizing that, whoa. What I see around me in 2019, as far as what the American Christian culture is, isn't what was intended. Right. And yeah, uh, I, I, start, def- I started. I started. Agree with I that. started picking it apart, and it affected me in a way where I I ste- I personally stepped away from attending church for a while. And uh, I, I am actually looking to get back into going to church because I do believe that um, as a Christian, you're supposed to fellowship with other Christians. Iron sharpens iron. You're supposed to do that, right? Um, but um, for but a while, not- like, I got out of it because, yeah. one, I didn't feel like I was being fed the way I should have been fed. Yep. Uh, but also, I, I, I started looking around. I was like, um, I just don't know how I feel about this. And I want to get into specifics because the people right. at, at that church, I love them dearly. Love yep. them dearly. Yeah. And I, I, I hope they know that. Uh, I haven't been around a whole lot, but love them dearly. Right. But there were things that I needed to step back from and just observe and get my mind right and figure things out. So, but that all stemmed from me looking into the Bible deeper because of the show. And what do I believe? You know, are all ghost demons? No, I don't believe that. At one time I did. Right. I don't believe that anymore because of having to dig dig when you see those kind of things like you said about Saul and Samuel and on top of it I ain't sweating it right I'm not I'm not sweating ghosts and demons and gobbles I'm not not worried about it I ain't worried about it I I I literally could sit in this office and do five interviews straight of the scariest stories in the world with the lights off I'm not sweating it right I'm not worried about it why because what what what, what do I got to be worried about I'm pretty secure in my faith and through to my studies and stuff. That's what I've learned. I'm good. I'm okay. So I don't know if that answered your question, but no, we, go, pretty, we go on tangents here. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so let's get into one here real quick. I think might lighten a little bit of the mood here. 
Uh, one submitted by Adam. Thank you, Adam. This is great. Uh oh. Do you think big feet have human conferences? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they have a maybe they have a yearly uh, a, a yearly <laughs> conference to keep track of. Where have these humans been coming into our woods the most recently? Have you been covering the north section because we need to make sure that they're staying off our area here if they if they pass the second tree structure we need to make it known to them that we know they're there (laughs) because they come back down to the fifth tree structure dude that's where we're chilling we can't have that so let's last year we were together we had this conference we actually all agreed on the first tree structure this year we're going to push it back to the second tree structure okay guys make some notes get it out to your constituents okay we'll reconvene here next year but for this year we are going to be doing the second tree structure. That, that sounds more like a, a, a <laughs> rules committee or something. Like that. I think a, a, a big feet conference would be more like these homo sapiens <laughs> have started to learn how to build cars. <laughs> yeah. the, instead of the OBC, the Ohio Bigfoot, it's the Ohio human uh, homo sapiens. Yeah, OHC. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe the Bigfoot holds a, a human conference in Salt Fork State Park Woods while we're holding our. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bigfoot when everyone who would be looking for them is not there. Yeah. That's when they get together. Yeah. We're, we're all out there looking for Bigfoot in Salt See, Fork and they're all huddling in a corner having their own little conference. They are as smart as we think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't they do it then? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. So along the lines of conferences, this kind of works together too. Um, let's see here. We have one from uh jen from new york i think it's the same submitter from before but um they want to know what are some ways to connect with people who have experienced paranormal events Uh, are there any conferences or conventions that you may know of um bigfoot i mean that that's a ton of i I have only ever done bigfoot conferences um there's uh the ohio bigfoot conference international bigfoot conference there's there's tons of smaller ones uh, local to you. There's, yep. I can almost guarantee you anywhere you're at in the country, there's a Bigfoot group holding some kind of like town hall meeting where yeah. they, they, they have some, what their local Bigfoot guy talking Bigfoot stuff and yeah, all even, that stuff. Even yeah. when we went to, you know, Lake Ch- uh, Chautauqua, that yeah, was, it wasn't a, huge, but Chautauqua Lake Bigfoot conference. Yeah, that's right another, across the border from Pennsylvania to, into New York. Close to Erie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Peter, what's his last name? I forget his last name. I don't remember. Um, Peter runs a great, po- uh, um, yeah, podcast, uh, conference up there. Uh, yeah. it's all, he has, he actually owns camp. the campsite. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just really cool. Oh, by the way, I just thought this now, help me remember this, Jack. Um, <laughs> me and Jack at that conference had a paranormal experience in the cabin that we talked about on a previous episode. Uh, but it turns out this year, the conference had other people in those, those cabins and there's other people that had experiences in That's those cabins, uh, similar to ours. And the one guy said that he actually had a white entity. Uh, I think it was p- pinning him down or something like that. So I, he, and he actually sent me a message on Facebook saying he's ready to talk about it because he wasn't ready to talk about it at the time. Uh, Jack, help me rem- remember to contact him. Let me write it down right now because good idea. Um, I want to have the, a, a phone call with him and you, Jack, on the line with me uh, talking about this for the show. Yeah, uh, that was uh he he's a he is actually a, a a Bigfoot researcher. Oh wow. Um so Yeah, that'd be really good. Anytime you have a Bigfoot researcher on the show, either people are gonna love him or hate him. Yeah. It is it's what always it is. the case. That's with anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh 
but yeah, so that's pretty, that's pretty cool. There's a ton of different conferences, conventions. I mean, um, you know, you can, you can pretty much look it up, uh, you know, close by regional, like you said, yeah. or if you ever wanted to go to the Ohio Bigfoot or, you know, like you said, the, was it the IBC? International Bigfoot yeah. Conference. There's tons. So, I mean, those are just two that I've talked about. They're, they're, they're two of the biggest that you can go to. Probably the two biggest um, in the country. But yeah. I know they even have uh, stuff down in Roswell. There's there's usually something going down, on down there yearly uh, with, I'm not sure if it's a convention or if it's some sort of uh, just gathering to, you know, have people talk and things like that. If you look it up. I mean, oh, yeah. You know what? Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, go I'm ahead. Gonna catch uh, Dave Gross just reminded me. Dave Gross says, don't forget the 34th annual Allegheny Outdoor Sportsman and Travel Show. Yeah. Uh, first time they're letting anyone talk Sasquatch. Dave wow. and Amy Boo are going there to talk Sasquatch. It's the very first time they're having somebody involving Bigfoot with this. And so if you have the opportunity, if you live in Western Pennsylvania, That's check awesome. out the 34th annual Allegheny Outdoor Sports and Travel Show. Uh, and go support Dave and Amy because it, the bigger turnout they have of Bigfoot's people showing up to hear them talk yep. and stuff, the more likely they'll do it the following year and things like that. So if and you're in the area and you're bored and you got nothing to do on that day, check it out. I'm not sure about websites. Um, Dave, feel free to post a website if you have one. If not, Google it. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of information shared too that day. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Dave's excited about doing it. He, yeah, it's it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um. All right, so let's go with this one. I thought this one was great. Uh, there's a lot of great questions, honestly. Everything that was submitted was was really good. So, you know, it was it's tough to choose between what to say, but I I want to give you this one because you have some crazy answers. So I'm a crazy guy because <laughs> so, we're crazy boys. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, it sounds like it's from something with Polly Shore. So yeah, I just assume in the army. In now. the army now. There you go. Yeah. So here you go, crazy boy. Uh, this one's submitted by Casey J. She said, uh, if you could travel back in time, what time period slash year would you oh, go man. to? Whew, that's a good one. That is a, that's a good <laughs> there's one. so many time periods I, I would love to travel back to. I mean, there's, this isn't my answer, by the way. I'm just brainstorming <laughs> out loud. Uh, there's the 19, early 1980s, because that's the last time the Sixers won a championship. Yeah, and so you have Doc, Doc, uh, um, uh, Julius Irving, Dr. J on that team, Moses Malone, uh, uh, Mo Cheeks. Uh, th- there's great players on that team. Yeah, and uh, I mean, Dr. J was oh, Michael Jordan before goodness. Michael Jordan was in, was around. I mean, Dr. J was the man. People don't even know. Yeah, I mean, he was an icon. And Moses was like th- what three time MVP, right? Yeah, I mean, he was one of the best Moses players. Malone. They actually, just to, uh, was yeah, they to, retired his tonight, number. Right? I know, I saw. Yeah, that. they retired Moses Malone hey, number tonight, yeah, he number two. It, yeah, so. yeah. So, um, the the early eighties would be a great time because the Sixers were a great team, but the great, Sixers are a great team now too. I don't see them winning a championship this year, yeah. but uh, they're they're fun to watch at least. Uh, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I named my son Ben. There's a reason for that. Yep. Name him after greatness. So, eighties uh, would be nice. But that would be what I was like three years away from being born. So I don't know if that's yeah. far enough back. Um, the early 1900s, that whole gangster era. So like the 1920s. Always, like- it, it always interested me. I, I just, the way they dressed was cool to I me. Was your wedding, man. We had. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I should pull a picture of that up. <laughs> so for his wedding, we had the, what was that called? I forget the zoot suit, right? 
Yeah, that's what it was called. Zoot suits, yeah. Oh, with the long chains, uh, you know, hang, the long chain yeah. hanging from the wallet to the to the front clip, and <laughs> the hats. We had hats for his wedding too. Yeah, oh, it, that was great. It it was. It, I love the time frame because yeah. it was just that 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 gangster, but it was like this classy, classy. gangster yes. image. Yeah. And it was like. Don't mess with don't mess with us, say we'll blow your head away, but we'll do it classy. You know what I mean? I, I just I loved it. Like it, yeah. it, these Tommy guns and all that stuff. Uh here's the picture. Let me pull it up here and, and out of here. Oh, out of here in a second. But uh, uh it, it just was a good time era. And you had, you know, the prohibition. I was just gonna say that and, too. And it's like for me, that's awesome. Like, like I <laughs> just <laughs> the idea that alcohol was illegal. Yet they yeah. did it anyways. Yeah, you what, know what, what I mean. Was that called boot? Was that bootlegging or uh, moonshiners or something? I forget. Yeah, I mean, I forget it, what it those just, people were called. That were the like underground, the underground casinos yeah. and, and oh, all that man. stuff. I mean, it was just it was just so stinking cool to me, and I was just like, I was infatuated with that era. So I mean, I think going back to that era era, era would be really really cool for me to experience. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I'm trying to think back further. If there's anything that really piques my interest even further back, I definitely don't want to be around during the Civil War. That seemed yeah. that seemed like kind of well. You probably have to fight too. I mean. Yeah, they'd be like, "What's this Puerto Rican doing?" Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah. I, I don't I don't think I'd enjoy that at all. So yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I mean, I I think that the like the early 1900s, like the 20s and stuff. Was, so that if you had to choose. If you had a time machine in front of you and you had the opportunity to use it once, that's what you would use it on 1920s. Yeah, I think I'd do that. And and I I get heavily involved in in making booze and I feel like that is definitely a time period for you too cuz it's like that was when every every guy was like carrying a like a, you know, revolver with them. Oh, yeah. You... <laughs> yeah. That's just Yeah, you, man. Like... You, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I, I if I can legally, yeah, I usually have a gun on me. I don't at work, and I don't, you know, when I go into a movie theater uh, or something like that. But right. legally, if I can, I usually do have a gun on me. And I, it's just, it's not because it's a macho thing. It's just, it's a protection thing. It's a safety thing, right? Uh, yeah. And you know, and then now people know and stuff. But you know, it's not something that I, I boast about. If we we're walking through the store, you would never know, right? Um. And I'm not looking if there's an issue going on. If nobody's in danger, I don't really care. I'm backing out. If somebody's arguing, hey, have a nice day. I'm not trying to get involved in that mess. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, You're not causing trouble. That's no, just, no, no. It, yeah. It's it's literally for self-protection yep. and um, and well-being of others. So Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think that would be the era and stuff. Here's that picture I'll put up there. <laughs> so uh, it that that's the um that's my wedding picture it looks like it was edited i'm all the way on the left and uh and that's jack jack how old were you there i was i was uh, 21 so you were 11 11. yeah so jack was 11 there our dad is in the middle the 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 older guy right in the middle standing up (laughs) with like goatee yeah with the goatee and stuff uh he was my best man and uh let's see here that's funny yeah oh man yeah it's little jack me my dad and my buddies But our, our, uh, our, if you look closely, the coats went down about just above the knees. Yeah. Just above yeah, the knees. Yeah, that's right. They had Zoot that really suit. long tail. Yeah. And we had the chain and the hats. It was just, oh, that was an awesome outfit. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. 
it was fun times though. Uh, Lindsay, when I told her what I got for our wedding, uh, she wasn't feeling it. And then really? when she saw it, she liked it. But yeah, it's a lot at more first she was like, what, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. Because when you talk about it, it may not sound as it may not sound like it looked as nice as what it did. I mean, I think they're like saddle shoes or whatever they're called when they're the two colors. Yeah. So it looked good. I mean, it was pretty cool. But we didn't yeah. wear the hats for the wedding, though. No, <laughs> no. But like we, we just had fun with it that day. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a lot of fun. I still have I still have the hat too, because I mean I was much smaller then, so yeah. it doesn't fit me. But yeah, yeah. Well, before if, you uh, bring up the next question here and stuff, I just want to remind people that if you're a vapor, go to vape. <laughs> if you like vaping, go to brokedick.com. For broke dicks like me, it's cheap vape juice. At BrokeDick.com. Check them out. BrokeDick.com. Or Broke Dicks. Go get their vape juice. <laughs> and make sure you let them know that the confessionals sent you. TC the confessionals. Shoot them an e- If you order something, shoot them an email and say, hey, I heard about you from Tony Merkel, the confessionals. Uh, on your order form, if there's any kind of spot where you can write a comment for special instructions or something, say, hey, thanks a lot. I heard about you from Tony Merkel, the confessionals. Um, they, uh, they, they have really great products and it's cheap. Um, really great pricing. I mean, this is a 120 milligram milliliter bottle of vape juice and it's $11. And so, uh, that's really good deal. Yep. And if you order $25 or more, you do get free shipping and handling. So, uh, that's just an awesome deal. Yeah, it really is. So check it out. Brokedick.com for all your broke dick needs <laughs> broke dick vape needs <laughs> oh yeah wow next right. question yeah <laughs> hey i'll tell you what i actually agree with you i think just before we get to the next question i'd probably go to the 20s as well so we're pretty much in in, in tandem there because that's when you're getting all the all those pretty sweet inventions coming out too so yeah that's but, that's, that's the area you'd go in yeah that's oh cool. yeah tesla all that i'm um nerdy when it comes to that kind of stuff i love that so that's my that's my digs i'd yeah. go there but uh yeah. all right so the next question here um what happened to the renegade podcast from maynard oh renegade podcast yeah Wes, what happened no it's not Wes. it's, <laughs> no, it's not Wes. it's life yeah. that's what it is um the renegade podcast is the kind of podcast that you can't just well you can, it just wouldn't sound good. It, it needs planning and we're busy people. I'm very yeah. busy. It's more me than anything. Uh, I, I literally don't have the time to do everything. Like I tried laying out earlier in this, ep- this little show that we're doing, uh, my schedule, my schedule is no joke. Like I run a very, very tight schedule. To the point that I've lost friends over it because they don't understand. They think that I'm lying to them. I'm not lying to you. Like I literally have this scheduled. And if you're not, if you want to hang out with me, we got to schedule it in. Yeah. Because I run a very tight ship. That's the only way I'm going to get anything done. And so bringing on the Renegade podcast was something that I thought was doable. And then Ben came along and I realized how much work it takes to be a dad. Because when we first found out we were having Ben, I was like, how hard can it be? It's a freaking kid. (laughs) Nothing's going to change. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to work and come home. Podcast is going to be great. No problem. It changes because not. I could do that, right? Yep, absolutely. But 
I love that kid so much. I don't want to. The last thing I, when I come home, the last thing I want to do is come upstairs and play around on the computer. I want to hang out with the kid. And I should because that's yes. my number one job, my number one priority. So having Ben really changed a lot of things in my household. It made my schedule even tighter. And so doing the Renegade podcast is something that's very hard to do. Um, I'm not saying it's never going to happen. Uh, I'm not saying we may, we may come out with a different podcast. We may, we may scrap the Renegade podcast and, and do something like the Wes and Tony show where Ooh. it's just, it's like a loose format ah. and we just come on and we just talk about whatever the freak we want to talk about. That sounds There's good. less planning and we just <laughs> power up the microphones. Let's talk. Yeah. Wes and Tony show. That's something we might be able to do um, and, and be less pl- planning and things like that. But uh, and I'm not saying Renegade's done. I'm not saying me and Wes aren't going to launch another podcast. But right now, I can't fit any more on my plate. Yep. So Yeah, and I is. figured there's probably quite a few people out there that actually enjoyed the Rene- Renegade podcast when it was going. Yeah. Um, so just Clearly. for you guys, <laughs> yeah, for those who, who wanted to know, uh, you know, myself was included, so. I'm glad to hear it, but uh, going on to the next one here, um, let's see. So we've had quite a few different, uh, you know, reasonably easy questions to answer. I'm going to give you a pretty hard one. This one gets a little bit deeper as well. Okay. Um, uh, so right now we have, from what this guy Jeff uh, from Michigan was saying, it's according to the Vatican, uh, we are experiencing more demon possessions. Why do you believe this is happening? Do you think the veil between the two worlds is getting "quote unquote" thinner? Um, oh, one, I don't believe a whole lot that the Vatican says, mm-hmm. so that's one. Uh, but I do believe the the veil between the worlds is getting thinner. Um, one of the things that I I reference actually on this coming Tuesday show, I talk about it. Uh, speaking of this coming coming Tuesday show, is going to be beast of a show uh anybody who's watching I, I can't even see i'm not even looking at it who's how many people we got watching right now uh we got 35 35 people you 35 people that are watching right now when we drop this show if you are not pissed off at me for broadcasting <laughs> this show when you're done listening to it i highly encourage you to share it so <laughs> um if we, we have uh, uh carrie burner coming on and she talks about her experience how she got involved in the Catholic Church as, as at a young age, she became a nun, uh, and her story of being sexually assaulted by a priest, right. uh, or a, uh, not a priest, a um, a monk at a um, ab- at, at an abbey, at the abbey. So, uh, and how she tried handling it in in house, uh, and it didn't go anywhere. It turned into a court proceeding, that didn't go anywhere. Because years down the road, years later, she found out that the Vatican is heavily involved in the judicial system, at least in uh, Massachusetts, but also in other states. Um, And how, you know, the Vatican offered her $100 million to shut her mouth and she refused it. Um, And then she talks about being followed, her phones being tapped, all that stuff. She she has quite the story. So um, that said, uh, I think that. Um, I think that I forgot the question. What was the question? <laughs> uh, the question was, um, I'll, I'll read the whole thing for you real yeah, quick. Please. Um, it was according to the Vatican, we're experiencing more demon possessions. Why do you believe this is happening? Do you think the veil between the two worlds is getting quote unquote thinner? 
Yeah, I do think that the veil is getting thinner. Um, I think that there's, I think, you know, I think that one, I think that we hear more stories because of the technology that we have now. Oh, definitely. We have more yes. access to it. Yep. I don't, I don't think necessarily that more stories are popping up as just people have more opportunity to share their stories. Yep. Uh, but if demonic possession is vamping up to another level, and I've heard that before. I heard that the, the, they're looking to hire or train more exorcists to handle the problem and things like right. that. Right. Um, if that's true, I, I, I do believe that the veil is thinning. Uh, Enoch, and I use this example sometimes, and I, like I said, I used it on the show this past week. Uh, Enoch, I believe, is going to be one of the witnesses that comes back at the end times. Uh, Enoch and Elijah. And... Um, I believe that this isn't like anything that I read in the Bible or anything, but I just noticed a, uh, a singularity, how the book of Enoch is making a huge surge back into the culture. People are starting to read it. People are starting to question what's in it. They're studying it and things like that. And I find it just a very coincidental singularity that most people believe that Enoch is going to be one of the witnesses that comes back in the end times. Yep. And we're seeing the book of Enoch make a surge back into our culture. And I wonder if there's a singularity there where the book of Enoch's coming and so is Enoch himself. Does that mean the end times are coming? If the end times are coming, then of course the veil is going to be thinning. Absolutely. And it's going to be because there's battle. There, there's uh, things going on. And so... I, you know, and even, I don't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. I was going to say, even along the lines of science where we have CERN, which is constantly. By the way, CERN's not going to fire up one time this year. They're shutting it down for this said. year. Yeah. Um, but anyway, with those kind of, with all the technology and the things that they've been doing there with the the, the very uh, small black holes, basically, is what they've they've called them. The, the power and the, the um, you know, energy that they have. You know, those are the kind of things that you don't, what do you, you know, you never know what you're opening. It could be a portal to something like, you know, now I'm not saying that's it, but along the lines of that. Plus, it's funny because I definitely agree with you uh, on the Enoch thing. I, I, I don't think I thought about it until you had mentioned that it was like, what, a week or two ago when we were talking. Yeah. But, uh, it's really, it's really an interesting, you know, point. Yeah. What's this? Am I, am I missing something here? I see something in the chat room. Caleb says, shut, Tony, shut up. We want to listen. What's he talking about? That was when you were saying about uh, your show that's dropping on Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Well, you still listen. Listen, yeah. I'll, Caleb, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Thank you for explaining that because I, I I got a little. No, no, he's good. He's good. Caleb, you're cool with me, man. You're cool with me. Now, I, I, <laughs> I, Caleb, I'll tell you what, dude. The, the 15, 20 seconds of, the, of what I shared is nothing compared to what you're going to hear. Yeah. It's a three-hour interview. It's a three-hour interview. And guess I what? Those. I talked for about 10 minutes of it. She talked and shared tons of information. So <laughs> wow. trust me, Caleb. I, I, I <laughs> there's, there's plenty more to hear. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on here real quick. I wanted to get this one in. Uh, if we have some time left, um, from Casey J, uh, if you were approached by someone who had, solid evidence that they knew where a nephilim was would you go and if so would you record it 
So if I was approached by somebody who said that they had solid evidence that there was Nephilim, would I go and would I record it? Yeah. Just think about where you might have to go. Well, I'm thinking all the circumstances and Chinese border. That's where I was told they were. Um, all right. First of all, if I did go, let's say there's no. If I did, hold on a second. If I did go, I would bring something to record. I wouldn't be holding right, the camera. Right. If I'd be GoPro <laughs> to my chest, my back, my right. shoulders, my head, my every inch of my body that didn't need to be used would have a GoPro on it. Okay. Right. Uh, now, would I go? Let's say there's no circumstances. Nothing. You're not not like worried about Ben or Lin- or Lindsay or anything like that. It's no circumstances, oh, no ties. I'm, yeah, I'm going. You absolutely would go. 100%. No ties. 100%. Because you, you think about the real world situation, you have a lot of things yeah. you're tied to here, a lot of things that would, you know, you'd have to, right. you know, plan things out. And, well, it's not even work. the planning thing. It's the fact that I don't want to end up like Dan and with a spear in me and have my son here raised with that, with another guy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, I... So like that's that's that. the thing. I mean, I I I worry about you know leaving a wife and child behind, things like that, and that weighs into the decisions. But if I had yeah. no ties, please, <laughs> I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah, there, there's nothing more satisfactory to me than losing my life to the hands of a Bigfoot or a Nephilim. I would be fine with that. <laughs> wow, I don't one hundred percent. It makes sense <laughs> because I it would fulfill every piece of curiosity within me. My last dying breath would be me looking into the eyes of one of these creatures and knowing they're real 100 percent. i believe they're real but i can't say i know they're real the proof it's the proof that you'd please yeah we all gotta die sometime (laughs) why not why not from that i'd rather die i'd rather die from that than cancer (laughs) cancer is slow and painful oh man (laughs) i mean i can't say a bullet to the the head is very uneventful you don't even know what happened it just happened yeah, it's true. But having your leg, your leg and arm ripped off by a Sasquatch or a Nephilim giant, jeez, you know it's happening. Jeez, you know it's happening. So your answer would be yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. But the reality of the situation is, I have Ben and Lindsay, and I wouldn't go. Yeah. So in real life, it's it's a lot more. There's a lot more to it. You know, I I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but here here's one that I think is pretty good too. Of all the experiences. Uh, that have been discussed on your show, which would you most want to have experienced for yourself? If which you could, would, which would I could, want to have experienced myself? For yourself, that you would, you know. Wow. I bloated its head off. Question. Would you want that one? I mean, you know. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I know you talk about that. That, that was, that, I should have, I should bring Brian back on this year yeah. and see, see what he's been up to. But I mean, there's a bunch of them, obviously. And, you know, some of yeah. them you definitely want to have happen to you, but um, I haven't had anybody on the show saying that they actually saw a Nephilim giant because that would take the cake, right? Um, how about Stardust Ranch? Stardust Ranch is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I probably it's hard to get a hold of John. Like, I, like the first time I reached out to John, he answered me. He said, "Yeah, let's do the interview." Right. Ever since then, it's been hard to get a hold of him, but I could probably eventually get a hold of him and actually get on the property. So, <laughs> you know, that actually might be a real reality that could happen maybe one day, which would be really, really cool. 
Um, and then there's uh, there's Wes's encounter that he had with Woody, and oh, uh, yeah. that was. I wouldn't want to experience it because of how scared scary it was. Yeah. But to be able to see what he saw that uh maybe I don't want to see that. Yeah, I was just going to say I don't know. <laughs> it's like the, the, see I feel the same way about, you know, all the the different experiences people have said that they've reached out. Well, which episode was that when he, when he was talking about he reached out through the bush and he he felt the fur right oh yeah that was episode i think 17 or 18 with jason yeah jason that's right yeah Yeah, that was a doubt to me like those kind of experiences i'd be freaking out (laughs) i'm i'm a scaredy cat like we talked about when it came to our experience yeah and i wouldn't even see anything (laughs) yeah Uh, Uh, you know and there but there's also good ones where like uh in the intro i can't remember what episode this is but when he says that three fingers came underneath the door and grabbed it like it was going to pull on it and then disappeared Uh, that like just that image in my is burned into my head. Yep. And I I just picture you know just these three long fingers just curling underneath the door. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of those kind of little tiny experiences that I I would love to be able to see what they saw kind of thing. But um yeah. I I would I'm just gonna go with Wes's experience. I think oh, would yeah? probably be what I'd want to see. Wow. I think that's probably what it, what it would be. Uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna if I looked at the list of episodes, right, I'd think of something else way better than memory. Wes's stupid Ooh. encounter. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, well, you know. <laughs> so here's a funny one for you, Tony. You ready for this? All right, uh, from Josh. Do you plan on taking Lil Ben on camping trips and or to look for Bigfoot? Uh, camping, sure. Um, looking for Bigfoot. He's going to go hiking with daddy. Let's just put it that way. Ah. Okay. Um, if I feel like there really could be a situation where we might see a Bigfoot, probably not going to take my son. Um, yep. You know, when he's a teenager, maybe that's different stuff. But, you know, seven, Ten, eight years yeah, old. Yeah, you don't no, want to. No, no. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, there's a property about an hour, hour and a half north of here. Guy at work owns it. He uh, probably like a month, two months ago, we had a snowstorm, pretty bad snowstorm. And, uh, that weekend he was out on his property hunting and, uh, he was, he was hunting bear. He was tracking a bear and they came across this gorge that he doesn't go down because it's too steep and it, he doesn't, he can't get down there because he feels like he won't be able to get back out. The bears hang out down there. And he said, there's these sets of bear foot, for, not bear, like roar, but bear as in <laughs> burr. That's cold snow on my bare feet. Oh yeah. Bear footprints walking in the snow. And he said that, you know, he, the first, one of the things that he did was he te- te- checked the stride length and he's not a Bigfoot guy. He's like, he's just, but he knows I am. Right. And he's, right. and he showed me the stride length in the, in the driver break room. And it was probably about a five foot stride. The, uh, the feet print were about 12 inches, uh, by six ish. And he had hair samples and he was putting the hair samples in his coat pocket. And then throughout the day, as he was hunting, he forgot about the hair samples in his coat pockets, and by putting his hands in and out of his coat with the gloves and everything, oh. he lost the hair samples. Oh my! But gosh. he said that he was collecting these hair samples along trees that the the footprints were going, and they're you know, like my eye height up, 
And he's like, you know, it what he didn't think it was bear hmm. hair. Right. And um and so it, I want I want to get up there and check the property out. He told me I could. He said I can go anywhere on his 70 some acres including that gorge. Um he yeah. said there's a lot of caves down there and yeah, you know if you watch some of the videos that we've made, you the people will see that you and I went in that one cave. I love going in the caves. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I think he said that there's a strong possibility I'd come across bear down there. So mm. uh, I got to be careful. But, you know, going into those kind of situations, I'm not taking my son until he's yeah. near adulthood. Yep. Um, because forget about a Bigfoot. What if I come across a bear? I don't want to be worried about my son. I got me to worry about. There's I don't want to be worried of, about my son. There's a lot of things that you can encounter in the <laughs> in the woods that you don't really want uh a yeah, you come across kid. a sleeping bear in a cave sleeping, during wintertime. Yeah. It, it, well, yeah, sleeping bear, you can a coyote, you know, whatever it's gonna whatever thing is gonna come through, you really want to be careful with that kind of stuff. And I definitely understand that. Yeah. You're looking out for your kid. So Yeah. But it's cool when you get when he gets older. That's the kind of thing that you guys can do together that Oh, you know. for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not going to be a stranger to it. It's just no. I got to be selective. I'm not going out there for real, for real, looking for Bigfoot with my five-year-old. You know what yeah, I mean? So, I, I don't think you'll find any Bigfoot researcher, or, you know, for the most part. Just people in general don't take that young of a kid yeah. out there. So. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah. That's not me. <laughs> That's not you. Um, so we got one here. This is about a former podcast um, from Tom. He says, what are your thoughts on Zach King? That's it. That's a, that's a question. That's it. What are your thoughts on Zach What's, King? Uh, who's this from? Uh, this one specifically is just from Tom. Um, I think Zach King is who he says he is. Uh, he's not the first person that I've heard that story from. Not the identical story, right. but that kind of story. I've heard those kind of stories before. Uh, I've heard, um, I've heard of a, a, a an ex, um, high or not high wizard, high priest, satanic high priest, uh, an ex satanic high priest, who went through the process of becoming a vampire. He literally, oh. for I think it was a year and a half, all he did was eat unleavened bread like wafers and human blood Ooh. for a year and a half. Wow. Oh my gosh! You know I, what I mean? Like, I don't, so like, like I I've, don't. I, I've heard oh, these man. stories before and stuff. And Jeez. um, you're talking to a guy who I believe that stuff's real. Yeah. Why? Because it goes back to the other question. It's in the Bible, right? So, like, yeah. it's not a conflict of interest for me. But God tells us not to do these things, right? Not to be a sorcerer. Why? Because it's possible. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, like it's possible. It really is possible. So, and the way he, I mean, the way that he described everything, it's not like yeah. it's not like he was born into that situation where he was bred to be a sorcerer or something like that. You know, those are the kind of things that you can just get mixed up in. You know, right. that's how his. I think that's how his story impacts. At least, you know, what I was thinking about it was, man, that's something anybody can get mixed up in. Right. And you know, depending on what you believe, that's either bad or okay. And I don't think. For me, it's a personal belief of man, that stuff's scary and not so good. So, I don't find it scary. Uh, it's scary along the lines of more or less what it takes from you. 
what you have to put into it. Oh yeah, and, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, not that what they do, like like the person themselves is. Ah! Like I look at you. Ah! Well, he, yeah, I mean, but, Jack uh, King was a freak, man. <laughs> Like yeah, he was no, doing it, he was a freak. <laughs> like the things he gotta do, he was a freak. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, I believe Zach King. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it was one of my better episodes. Um, Zach King was somebody that I reached out to to have on the show. Yeah. So I believed him before he ever heard of me. Yeah, that was one of the craziest things too. Yeah. Um, here's one about some uh, some UFOs. Here we have from Dan from the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever come across anyone who has had an experience involving a huge black triangle at close range? Uh, if you've ever heard of those. Yeah. And then he says, were the craft reacted or came to their position and left them with any strange experiences in the years following? So, I'll, uh, Jimmy, read it for you again real quick. I'll break it down for you because I don't want you to get too confused. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, the first the first part is about... I'm sitting here thinking I'm running out of water and you're laying <laughs> all these questions on me. The first part is just simply about have you come across anyone who has had an experience with a huge black triangle? Yeah. I, I know I've talked to some people on the show. I can't remember what episodes they are sure. or the details, but I know I've talked to people on the show that had that experience. And I, I know I have some interviews in the bank that haven't aired yet that have somebody talking about that issue. So, right. yes. And the second part was where the experience that they had with it, if it reacted to them and then left them uh, with some strange experiences thereafter. Oh, yeah. Episode 78 with Ryan. Uh, Ryan, what what episode? That was 78. What was the uh, title of it? Um, Abducted with Lost Time. Ryan, Ryan had an ongoing abduction his entire life, pretty much. Yeah. And he had so many different stories and details surrounding each abduction, and he wasn't the only one. It was an ongoing thing. So, uh, yeah, a lot of times I think that, they're, that people are experienced, like, if they're telling me that they had a UFO experience, something weird happened, and ever since then, this weird stuff's been happening. And a lot of times, the weird stuff is they can't remember certain things or having weird dreams that feel very real. Yeah. Probably because the dream is real. Yeah, it could be reality. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's just the way that you're remembering it yeah, that it feels I, like it's a yeah, dream. Yeah, I got a couple episodes that are in the bank that when they when they air, people are going to be like, whoa. What, do you, what would happen? What if that actually happened to you? What would you think? What would, like... Give us your reaction to that. If if what happened to me? If, if I was that, if that, well, if that kind of experience where you may not know, like you you know, oh, the the what? triangular craft yeah. may have approached you or something, but you're I'm feeling, sorry. you're just feeling odd. Yeah, I doing this. It's hard to say because doing my show it puts me in a different position than a lot of people are in. I'm I'm obviously more aware of this stuff than most people. And I'm more open and understanding of it. Um, how I would react, I'd probably tell you. Hmm. And I'd tell Lindsay. Probably dad. Uh, yeah. And Wes. And then from there, I'd have to decide if I want to go public about it, you know? Right. Yeah. But more than likely, I'd go public about it because that's how I am. I just talk about stuff. I don't really care. And that kind of, that's the kind of thing that, you know, you're already involved. Why would I not tell people yeah, about that? Yeah, I was say, you're already involved. And so, yeah. and the only thing that people, you know, you'll hear those kind of, well, you're, you're, 
you're a podcaster, so you're just trying to make this up to. But that would be, that'd that'd be a concern. That, that would right. be a concern. That's the kind but, of thing that you're thinking of to try and avoid. Yeah, but I, I mean, bottom line is I can't control what other people say and do. Yeah, and, think. and the thing is too. Som- is sometimes is. if you have an experience like that and you're willing to share it, it's like you say all the time. It gives other people sometimes the green light to go ahead and share theirs. So yeah. you being willing to share yours would lead to others. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty crazy, though. <laughs> it would be. I don't think it's going to happen, though. No. Nah. So we have one that's actually kind of uh, local. Um, Mark wants to know if you actually know of any Bigfoot sightings within the Lancaster, Berks, and Montgomery or Chester County areas, which is uh, in PA. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, Don Kurtz, look him up on Facebook. He saw yeah. White Bigfoot in um, State Gameland 110. Uh, he was up there hiking on Christmas Eve by himself. I believe it was a rainy day. He saw a white Sasquatch running through the woods. Uh, that's what started him on the, his quest of Sasquatch. Uh, there have been a lot of historical sightings in Burke County, basically down the 422 corridor, mm. uh, from anywhere wow. Pottstown up to Pottsville. You know, the 422, 61 corridor kind of thing. Sure. But before those roads existed, though, mm-hmm. uh, farmers seen the hairy man, um, these, the giant hairy man. Uh, there's lots of those kind of experiences. Yeah. I mean, right at the foothills of the Appalachian yeah. uh, Mountains. So, you know. yeah, there, there's, there is a lot of different sightings, especially when you get into like the Schuylkill County. Sure. Uh, just above Berks County. Lots of things start popping up there. Uh, Lancaster for sure. Uh, Chester County, more Southern Chester County. There have been sightings like in, in Coatesville, yeah. like Southern Coatesville, just on the outside of the city, there's been a sighting of Sasquatch. Uh, so yeah, there's been definitely sightings. Yep. For so, sure. So you're, you're kind of giving us a list of some stuff, but how'd you find that out? Did you look that up or I just made it up on the spot? I don't know. Wow. No, there kidding. you go, Mark. <laughs> made it up on the spot. Real genuine. <laughs> no, um, the Harry Man sightings I read in Timothy Renner's book, um, Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I think it's this one here. Yeah. Some free publicity for Timothy Renner, Bigfoot in Pennsylvania. Um, it's a good book and he has a lot of different experiences in here historical experiences like uh this one here is from Pottstown, uh pennsylvania which isn't too far from me yeah that's right down the road um, and then there's uh let's see here i have some of them marked off this one is from uh wild man in potter county that's actually pretty far from here but um here's one for chester county uh, section of Chester County. Oh, that's Pottstown as well. <laughs> um, let's see here. I know we got some Hamburg in here. Ooh. Uh, this is Wilkes Bear. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like that's actually a pretty good book. If anyone in the yeah. area wants to know a little bit more about, um, some historical sightings. Um, do you know if, if there's anything from, you know, recent, that isn't maybe so far back. I don't know how far dated that book that he has, you know, researched. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these are older sightings, like, you know, older sightings. Yeah. Uh, 
but there are, like I said, the uh, Coatesville one. I think that was probably within the last 20, 30 years. Um, this one is Philadelphia. Um, wow. What else did I say? There was uh, Harryman, Coatesville. What else? I know I said something else. Oh, Don Kurtz. Don Kurtz was yeah. 2015, I think it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the white Bigfoot dude keeps popping up in Pennsylvania. We got him on video. Yeah, I'm, that. I, I believe that video is authentic. Yeah. Um, then you have Dave Grove's uh, picture of the white Bigfoot that he uh, that he captured. Then there's countless other sightings of people saying they see it in Pennsylvania. Don right. Kurtz saw it in Pennsylvania. Uh, it, it's just it's a very real phenomenon for Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, there's also a Sasquatch Chronicles episode where a guy said that he saw it saw what he thought was a white uh, stuffed bear. Uh, on the side of the road when he was a kid passing by it until it turned its head and looked at him. Uh, it sounded like it was a baby white Bigfoot and it's back in like the seventies or something like that. And I do wonder if that thing is the same one people are seeing only as an adult. I don't know. That would be pretty crazy. Right. That'd be pretty crazy. The guy, the guy comes on and says he, in the Poconos, he saw a baby white Bigfoot and now everybody's seeing this giant <laughs> white Bigfoot running around Pennsylvania. And he didn't even connect those dots on the show. Oh, Neither did wow. Wes. I'm sitting there driving, driving, Wes, say the white Bigfoot of Pennsylvania. And he's not doing it. I'm just like, huh. Wow. (laughs) You're wishing he would be. (laughs) Oh, man. That's pretty cool, though. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have even drawn that that conclusion in my head either. Yeah. um, The one person here, I don't know how to pronounce the name, Solonoki. Solonoki. Oh, okay. Yeah. um, Says that suggests that the white color isn't due to age. Yeah. Uh, Some people. Oh, here's something that Jamie King. I don't know if people know who that is, but he's a, a really nice guy. Him and his wife, Jamie, Jamie and Jenny King. They were actually on the show not too long ago. Uh, they're researchers in West, Western Pennsylvania, and he brought this to my attention. I thought it was very astute of him to uh, observe. But basically, he said that uh, albinoism is something that runs a lot in uh, um, um, uh, inbreeding, inbreds. Oh, so wow. if there's inbreeding going on among Sasquatch, it would make sense that there could be an albino. And so maybe that's what we're looking at. I don't know. I mean, you would think that that would make sense because, right, you wouldn't get a white. Typically, don't animals and, you know, things of that nature tend to try and blend in with their environment. Mm-hmm. Why Why would you get a white Bigfoot here? There's this one guy that just shot a, uh, a an albino white-tailed deer not to uh, this year i forget it's not too far from here i don't think it was wow yeah he was here in pennsylvania an albino white deer wow yeah so and it's that and it was it was a buck with a big rack so wow yeah that's pretty cool how did he survive well he didn't now <laughs> i was just gonna say he had a nice rack on <laughs> uh so we have actually a pretty sweet entry here uh someone wants to know what do you think um, if it's an ape, if Bigfoot is an ape or some type of sapien? You know, what, like, what, what, where do you think the bloodlines have come from? Or if you think that there's some type of crossover or, you know, how in the world that we have this, you know, seems to be bipedal, uh, you know, I don't want to say monster, but, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, some type I, of I don't mammal. think, I don't think that, I don't think the Bigfoot is a monkey. I don't think it's so not, not ape. But do you think it has any, maybe like a crossover gene or something? Oh, yeah. I think it's a crossover gene. I think it's a hybrid. Okay. 
think it's a crossover between Fallen Angel and Monkey. So why do you think that? <laughs> uh, because hearing everybody's stories of what they experience, you hear people tell you stories of paranormal type experiences when it comes to Bigfoot. And then you hear stories of people having normal-ish type of experiences uh, when it comes to Bigfoot, where it seemed very physical. Uh, and so how do you reconcile the two when it comes to seeing paranormal stuff involving Bigfoot and also non-paranormal stuff involving Bigfoot? Um, you know, there's, well, I'll get into that maybe a little bit here, but, uh, basically for me, the way I can reconcile it, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just telling you what I believe. Um, I believe that fallen angels had sex with women, created giants, right? Sure. Says it in Genesis. Yeah, yeah enough one. In the Old Testament, they're killing all the ites. Kill this ite, kill that ite. Right. right. A lot of them were giants. Why? They were Nephilim. I'm sorry, I'm burping in the microphone. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, so in the book of Enoch, uh, there's several places. I mean, you have book of giants too, but... That's so fragmented that people want to complain that, oh, well, you don't know what that's really saying because it's so <laughs> fragmented, blah, 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 blah. So here you go. Book of Enoch, chapter 7, verse 5, it says, And they, meaning the fallen angels, began to sin against birds. Sin against means has sex with birds and beasts and reptiles and fish and to devour one another's flesh and drink the blood. Um, that is describing what they did with women mm. only they did with animals wow well what do you get when you have a fallen angel humping a freaking wolf could <laughs> it be a dog man yeah yeah I... oh speak real quick just a side note did you see there's a dog man game like a card game for no, kids no i didn't see that no yeah crazy anyway go ahead yeah so i mean that that's i and i have obviously my thoughts on it are a little deeper than that um but I, I don't have my notes with me right now. It's it's not a topic that you can just I can just rattle off the top of my head without preparing for. But that's the basic synopsis of why I think that um, I, I do take the book of Enoch serious. Yeah. And uh, I the, the way I can describe it, that's the way I describe it because so what if so say I have five sons and all five sons between me and Lindsay and one gets his mom's height one gets my height and just so people know Lindsay's much shorter than me yeah. uh one gets my skin tone and one gets Lindsay's skin tone if you don't know i'm puerto rican my, my wife is see-through and so i mean there, there's the different you know genes and stuff that is involved here and uh even like i have i have siblings i have two siblings that they're twins uh donnie and danielle they're twins Donnie is darker than me and Danielle. You would never guess she's Puerto Rican and they're twins. So there's, there's genes that it's involved that I think that maybe some of these creatures get different genes than others. And some of those genes might be able to do some paranormal type kind of things. And that's, mm -hmm. it might explain why some people have a paranormal type experiences with Bigfoot. And some people are like, Nope, it was just a monkey in the woods. Right. Right. What I do you think know. about the, uh, you know, some of the encounters that people have had where they say 
they saw the Bigfoot enter a craft and take off or, you know, where they, they've said that the Bigfoot might be extraterrestrial or, or, or at least to them, it was extraterrestrial. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to make of that stuff. <clears throat> I really don't. I, I, you hear, you hear about it a lot, right? Yes. Stan Gordon does a great job reporting on that stuff. And, uh, I, I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. There's a guy named, uh, Emery Smith. And, uh, he talks about, he's a biologist. He was a biologist for the military or the government. And he, w- he performed surgery, surgery on extraterrestrials. And he's seen a lot. And one of the extraterrestrials that he said resemb- resembles, uh, the, so, there's something in Hollywood that resembles an extraterrestrial. And it's the most realistic that he's ever seen. And it's Chewbacca. Whoa. He said that there's an extraterrestrial type of extraterrestrial that looks like Chewbacca. Wow. What do you think Chewbacca is? Jeez. So, I don't know. Yeah, mainstream Bigfoot. That's you got a lot of people saying that stuff. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing that you know. There, I mean, obviously everybody has a different experience, and everyone's is unique. But some have different undertones that some that are that are similar. Yeah, you know, with the extraterrestrials, some believe that they've seen Bigfoot appear and, and disappear, and the ones that have felt him or seen him in person and think it's a sapien of some type. Uh, you know, that's to me, it's just the crazy differing accounts sometimes. And it almost makes you wonder if, um, maybe there's, maybe it's almost just putting on that look to give you something to see that you would, you would fear maybe, or even just have a, a, I don't know, acknowledging that it is different. I have no idea when it comes to aliens and stuff. I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> on some of that stuff because there's some weird stuff like uh, people got mad at me for the tony rodriguez interview i didn't even we didn't even get to to <laughs> half of his story yeah there's still like a whole nother half that i gotta do with him wow like it's it's literally that deep wow actually uh selen selenoki uh in the chat here on youtube sorry if we're butchering your name by the way she said her real name was uh, i think shelly oh shelly okay um that's easier. <laughs> um, so maybe there are different types, you know, like they, they can take different forms or something. Um, you know, different types of dogs, yeah. different types of cats, different, you know, that makes yeah. sense. Different types of people. Sure. I mean, that's actually a pretty good point, I think. Right. Uh, man. So, I, yeah, there's a lot to think about. I mean, it, it's an interesting topic when you go into specifics on everybody thinks of Bigfoot and they just. You know, for the most part, mainstream, it's, you know, oh, it's an ape or something like that. But that's why I asked this one. I figured this was a pretty good one. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was a good question. All right. Do we have any time for any more? Oh, what do you got? Two hours, 10 minutes. Wow. We've been going for a while. I know. We've been Uh, chitter-chattering. Let's do one one more question. Let's do one more question. All right. Um, Let's see here. I don't know, Tony. Do you want to, do you want me to give you a pretty serious one or are you thinking just kind of, just kind of light? Just throw throw me one. I don't care. Okay. I'm going to ask you one that we may have talked about a little bit before. This is one off the top of my head. Sorry if there are any that were submitted. But uh, recently I listened to like uh, a a podcast about um, 
Jeffrey Epstein. Uh-huh. So we're getting into a totally different era here. Era conspiracy. Here. Yeah, conspiracy. So um, I wanted to know that Jeffrey Epstein was the guy who had the Lolita Express and the island down in the, uh, I think it's Bahamas or something. So well, why don't you tell people what that means? So this is about um, the almost the sex trafficking in that in that uh, sort of sense where. This was high-ranking officials, you know, people like the Clintons, uh, Donald Trump. Um, Are you trying to get me whacked? Are you trying to get my just, channel taken I'm down? I'm just asking you. Just Are you trying to get me you. in trouble? I'm Why asking- are you dropping names? <laughs> hey, you know, I'm just saying it's it's on. Listen, a- I got okay. dirt. I got dirt on all of them, but I can't even talk about it because I don't want my show taken down. Here you go, just throwing uh, them out there. Like this is the- <laughs> like it's it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we start showing with your name. Okay, look, I'm on this too. They know who I am. <laughs> but no, I just that's my question to you is, you know, w- we hear about these things, but why is there never anything done about them? Why do you like just give me your honest opinion? Because they're more, they're listen, Be- well, uh, no, also- no, no, let's listen, 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 listen. <laughs> because the ones that enforce law are below them. The ones that enforce that their job is to enforce the law are miles below them. They are so far above the law. The law can't even see them. That's why nothing gets done. Plus, there's so much more to it than just, oh, well, if they did this, throw them in jail. There are there's so much pushback that could happen in our society. But on top of it. It's hard to find somebody that has the ability, the 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 actual ability to do something about it that doesn't have dirt on themselves somewhere. Yeah. There, there's these people that get to that, those levels. There's a reason why they got up that high. It's because they got somebody's got dirt on them. So if they don't cooperate, it gets put out there, right? Right. Uh, there's um. Uh, crap. I forget what the document was called, but this stuff is documented. This stuff is documented. You could say it's fake. It's a conspiracy theory, whatever. I personally have some real life stories that I, I know they're real because the person who told them to me, not the person, the persons who told these stories to me. Right. It's not just somebody that I talk to on the phone for the show. These are people that I really do know, and they told me things that I believe them. Yeah. This stuff is not fake. They really do crazy, crazy stuff. Yep. Why it doesn't, nothing gets done about it? When you are the king doing crazy stuff, who is going to discipline you? Right. Yeah, it's true. That's why nothing gets done. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. That's why nothing gets done. Yeah. And and I know there's a lot of people that, you know, are, are big Trump fans and stuff. I don't think he can do much. He's trying, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure he's well, trying. I mean, yeah, there's a people lot of are saying that he's but... trying. I'm sure he's trying. But yeah. it, it that's something that it hits on a, yeah, hard on a real shell to crack. Yeah, man. on a real level. That's one that's just difficult to Yeah. It's difficult to stomach sometimes and it's just frustrating when you hear those kind of things. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I, I uh 
Well, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into the politics. I do have one more question for you. Okay. Uh, where can we find any more of this information on the confessionals? What information? Where do we find this show? Where do we find this? Uh... Is this a question somebody's asking? Or are you asking? Are you? Are I'm you... just asking the question. Listen, we don't need to plug my show on this oh, show. Oh, that's what. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Jack. <laughs> people who are here, they know why they're here. You know what we need to plug on this show? Brokedick.com. <laughs> Go to Brokedick.com for all your vape needs. Brokedick.com for broke dicks like me. If you need cheap, <laughs> cheap vape juice, Go to BrokeDick.com. Any order over $25 is free shipping. It's a great deal. Great bottles of vape juice that you can get for $11 a piece. BrokeDick.com for all your vape needs. And tell them that Tony Merkel from The Confessional sent you. So yeah, tell them. So if you are vaping... And you get some broke dick vape juice. This is the water cup. Highly, highly recommend the water cup. Very good. Uh, and uh, you, if you order from broke dick, let them know I sent you the confessionals podcast. So they know that uh, we are worth the time to spend with uh, sponsoring. So yep. please, please, please. If you vape, I'm telling you, go to BrokeDick.com because literally this is 120 mill- milliliters of vape juice for $11. I got two bottles for tr- just over $25. And because it was just over $25, I got free shipping. That's a ridiculous You can't beat deal. it. If yeah. you're a vapor, you know that you can't beat that deal. BrokeDick.com for all your vape needs. <laughs> and if you want to check out the show, if you're watching this and you're like, hey, who's this knucklehead talking about stuff that I like and his brother? <laughs> Uh, go to the confessionalspodcast.com. We are a podcast, paranormal podcast. Talk about Bigfoot, UFOs, aliens, ghosts, demons, conspiracy theories. You name it. If it's weird it. to talk about, we talk about it. And we have people sharing their stories, real, true life stories. Confessionalspodcast.com. Yep. Check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and every other podcast player you could think of. Look <laughs> us up. And the name is Tony Merkel. Google me. Google me. Google it. Yeah. Google me. All right. So, uh, Jack, do you have any uh, thoughts, considerations? Uh, anything that you think is worth talking about before we get out of here? Uh, no, I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who submitted questions, took the time out to, you know, reply to, you know, the invite to send out some interesting, uh, some really interesting questions. Uh, it was great. Thanks for everybody who turned out for us too. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I, I see that there's like 30 some people watching. Uh, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, thanks for, you know, hanging with us for almost two and a half hours. Uh, I think the last like 45 minutes, my eyes have been getting really gummy and uh, that's why I've been rubbing my eyes because my contacts are gumming up and I almost took them out, but I was like, no, I'm on camera. That would look bad. And then I'm burping on camera and yeah, stuff like so that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just did it again. Great sorry. audio. <laughs> we hope I, you enjoy. Usually I mute myself out because this is a, you know, me and Jack here. It's like, I'm not muting myself out for nothing. We're just chilling. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us guys. And, Definitely. uh, you know, I really do appreciate you guys listening to the, the confessionals podcast, hundred episodes. Now we're going on 107 episodes this coming week. So awesome. And, uh, you know, it goes by fast. It goes by so fast. 
but it's been one hell of a ride and I am really glad that you guys are enjoying the show enough to keep it going because trust me, if people weren't listening to the show, I would not be doing it. Definitely. I'm not into wasting my time. So you guys keep listening. I'll keep producing. Thank you very much. Let's here's to a hundred more episodes. Whoop whoop. Brokedick.com. Check them out. <laughs> Later, guys. Peace. Bye. Showtime. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times on your niggas. I stutter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times on your niggas. I stutter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times on your niggas. I stutter. Is this what you want? Oh, is this what you want? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times on your niggas. I stutter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times on your niggas. I stutter. Need my name with a blimp at. Got a drunk with my limp at. Showtime by the goal line. Touch down and a dance on him. Touch down, got bands on him. In the middle of our ran, homie. Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.